1: Welcome, one and all, to another edition of An Eternity of Basketball, An Eternity of Basketball, part of the Globally Balling Network. They have a new show called Who the Heck Are We? And on their latest episode, episode 38, Randolph Youngson takes on a PBA mock draft. Of course, it's draft day in the PBA tomorrow. You might want to check that out. There's also a show called Hangtime with Denise Dinsai, the most recent episode with Kai Balowaloa. And uh, check that one out. That's Volleyball Talk on the uh, Hang Time with Denise Dinsai show. The Globally Balling Network, lots of things to check out there. Original articles, audio and video projects also is available on YouTube. Check out all the social media of the Globally Balling Network. And we're on YouTube, AOB, March 14th. That's tomorrow. All episodes 1 to 40 will only be on the Globally Balling YouTube channel. Everybody has to go over there and subscribe to that channel so you can catch all the past episodes of An Eternity of Basketball. We're on Spotify as well. You can listen to us on the go. Anytime, anywhere, hear our voices. You're going to hear Noel Zarate's famous voice if you listen to us. Of course, League 3 slash Globally Ballet, that connects you to everything else that you need to know here on the Globally Ballet Network. And this is an Eternity of Basketball episode 72. And we're very pleased today to have a guest mm-hmm. who was one of the top imports back in the time where there were two imports for the teams back then in 1986. And he led his team together with the great Michael Young to the finals in the 1986 Open Conference uh, where they finished second uh, to Billy Ray Bates and Michael Hackett. We'll talk about that later. That was Hinebra. He played for Manila Beer. He also played, of course, for Santa Clara. He also played. He's in the Hall of Fame of Santa Clara. And then he also played for the Dallas Mavericks, a young up-and-coming uh, up team back there in those mid-80s. So he'll tell us about those stories we have with us today. Harold Keeling on the show. Welcome to the show, Mr. Keeling.
2: Thank you very much. I'm very happy to be here. I want to say hello to everybody in, in Manila and all over the Philippines.
1: Of course, I'd like to introduce myself, which I forgot once again. I'm Charlie Kuna. Together with Noel Zarate <laughs> and Sid Ventura, the usual three, we're here. Aaron's behind the scenes once again. And so, Harold, we welcome you on board and, uh, well, of course, we're going to reminisce about your time here in the Philippines, but we want to talk about the rest of your career as well. It's a long career in basketball that you yes. have. So we have to start right away because this, this might take hours. Uh, so, <laughs> wait, So so you are born in New Orleans, am I, am I right?
2: Yes, sir. I was born in New Orleans in, uh, in 1963. My uh-huh. mom and myself, we moved to San Francisco when I was three years old. I okay. grew up in San Francisco most of my life.
1: And really, so that, that's where you started playing basketball. It wasn't in Orleans, it was in in San Francisco in the Bay Area where you you learned to pick up that ball and dribble the way the great ball handling skills started over there. How'd you get the, how'd you start getting into basketball? Was there someone who influenced you or is it something, was it a community thing that influenced you because everyone around you was playing ball?
2: In San Francisco, I lived in a place called the Geneva Towers. There were two buildings, 20 floors each, and there were Mm -hmm. uh, two or three basketball, full court basketball courts outside. And Mm -hmm. growing up, Every place that I lived, mm-hmm. there was always a basketball court right outside where I could look out my window and see one.
1: Were, the, was, were the nets, you know, were, the net, were they chain, chains for the nets?
2: In the Geneva Towers, they were chain nets, yes. And yeah, then, okay. then uh, Lakeview in San Francisco, I, I had a place called Farragut School, and we played mm-hmm. there almost every day. And they I think they didn't even have any nets at that court. It was fun playing <laughs> there, though. I grew up <laughs> over there playing St. Amidius, and then I played at Aftis Junior High School. And uh, mm-hmm. I got my city ball shirt on from San Francisco. Yeah, represent yeah. a lot of uh, Filipino friends that's in San Francisco as well.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Who who were your early influences, Harold, when you were when you're growing up? Who'd you say, I'm gonna be like this, I'm gonna move like this guy?
2: Uh I'm the oldest person in my family as far as the next generation. I don't have any brothers older than me. I don't have any cousins older than me. My brother, uh, Curtis Bumpy Keeling is younger than me, he was a basketball player, and uh, Jamila is my little sister. So I, my role models weren't guys who were very old. My role models were guys who were close to my age, but a couple of years older than me. You know, I watched Francois Wise play when I was younger and he lived only one block from me. So when I went to the Philippines, I saw his posters all over and he had uh, murals on the wall and we went to get sweatsuits and his picture was on the wall. And uh, <laughs> a friend of mine, Don Robinson played in the Philippines as well. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I yeah. actually, I played actually don robinson played in the philippines i went to the philippines don robinson played in israel i played in israel after don yeah. robinson went to france he gave he introduced me to the same agent dda Rose, and i ended up playing in france over there he got me over there and i played four years there don robinson played in venezuela then i came to venezuela we ended up playing in the final yeah. we kind yeah, of okay. came butt, but but I, I did a lot <laughs> of things that he did he he played in the pro-am in san francisco and he played at mission high school and I learned a lot of things from him.
0: How about NBA guys? I mean, growing up, I mean, you, were you who were you mimicking when you were, were growing up in San Francisco? Uh,
2: I will say Magic Johnson more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I played point guard when I was in the NBA. I played point guard in, in the Philippines. Uh, up until that point, I was a uh, shooting guard in college and shooting guard in high school. And I, I used to like George Gervin, and he was one of the best players I've seen. hmm Mm-hmm. I
3: Growing up in yeah, How, uh, growing up in San Francisco, you know the the basketball scene there. Did you play against any future legends or you know future pro players?
2: uh Growing up in San Francisco, as I got a little older, I did because I, because I played in the pro am. But the mm-hmm. first few players I played against when I was in the tenth grade, I played in the pro am, and uh, there was a guy Phil Smith who passed away. He was one of the best players who ever played in San Francisco. He played for the Warriors, and then there was a point guard. His name was Gus Williams. He also played in, uh, in, with the Warriors. And then we all—all all of us wanted to be like Rick Barry. He was the best player in the whole wide <laughs> world that we knew when we was growing up in San Francisco. We, they won the championship, and he was the most valuable player of the uh, uh, finals. Mm-hmm. And right now, we work together in the NBA Retired Players Association. So it's kind—it's quite an honor to work in that association. I'm the CFO. Of the Atlanta mm-hmm. chapter, and it's it's a tremendous honor to work with the guys that I I idolized when I was playing when I was young.
0: But you don't shoot free throws like Rick Barry. No, I don't think anybody does. Actually,
2: he, that was amazing. <laughs> you know, I try I think everybody tried it at one point. Uh-huh. That takes a lot of skill. It that's not yeah. the thing in the world to do. So yeah, Will
0: Chamberlain was shooting free throws that way when he started out, right?
2: Yeah, yeah out, two different things. It, Will wasn't making yeah. them like Rick Barry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> even
2: Rick Barry's sons didn't shoot like that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's
1: true. That's true. And they were shooting. They yeah. didn't. They didn't follow his form. They didn't want to be laughed at by the crowd. But they, right. Rick Barry didn't care. As long as they're
2: going in, right? <laughs> that's that's <laughs> yeah. some big shoes to fill, though, to follow behind Rick Barry. Yeah. Like. But he had three yeah. sons who were very good players. Yeah,
4: yeah mm-hmm. that's right, Brent that's Barry that's played
2: right. in the NBA. John Barry, and then he had another. On scooter Scooter Berry and, Drew. Drew. and yeah. yeah. So three really Scooter, guys scooter, scooter the didn't
1: make it to the to the he only played in the CBA thing. But right. Like, but, but, really was, but Scooter
0: was maybe. the one who was shooting free throws like his dad, actually. And he's the one yeah. that didn't make it. You, yeah. yeah, He's yeah. the yeah. one who he won. Apparently. Uh
3: but he won, yeah. Uh, uh, and then changed, yeah, a national championship with Danny Manning, right? That's, That's right. With Danny Canada. Manning. That's
2: the uh one. When that when they played it, it uh, Kansas, I, I went to the game because I was playing for the Mavericks at the time. Uh-huh. So we went to the uh, – well, Danny Manning played against – I think that was 86. Mm-hmm. And they ended up playing against uh, Louisville and never, yes, never was right. on the team. So that's the game right. was at Dallas. So we had practice earlier, and then we went to the game after. It was, that's, that was my first time going to the Final Four. I really enjoyed it.
1: How does, a, how does a guy uh, who goes from New Orleans, goes to San Francisco, how does he, he end up at that Santa Clara? How, how, who recruited you over there at Santa Clara?
2: Santa Clara was one hour away from my house. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I was going to go to Santa Clara or Stanford. And I ended up going to Santa Clara. And I'm very glad I went there. I made a lot of friends. The school was very educational for me. I got a finance degree there after four years. And I, if I came out again and they had the same coaches, I would go there again they I learned quite a bit. I learned more at Santa Clara sitting in the cafeteria talking to people who parents were doctors and lawyers and engineers and had their own business and dentists and it just taught me a lot about business and you know I still have some friends who went to Santa Clara with me that I'm very close to.
1: I'm just I'm just curious because you you mentioned that your choices between Santa Clara and Stanford. Of course Stanford gets all the headlines, lot very popular school. Santa Clara doesn't get talked about as much. What, what made you decide to go to Santa Clara instead of
2: Stanford? Uh, first of all, Santa Clara, they, they made me feel like they wanted me more. Okay. You know, Stanford is in the Pac-10. It's a bigger conference and it's more popular and they played on TV more often. But mm-hmm. uh, Santa Clara recruited me harder and uh, I was waiting for Stanford to offer me a full ride. They, I don't know exactly what they were waiting for, but when I went to the uh, recruiting trip at Santa Clara... They offered me a scholarship and uh, a good friend of mine, Bill Duffy, was playing there. Another guy, De'Aro Williams and uh, two guys my age, Scott Lamson and Mm -hmm. uh, Nick Vannels. We went to Santa Clara. The three of us went there as freshmen together. Nick Mm -hmm. Vannels also played in the NBA. We were in the same draft. We played there four years together. And then Nick, uh, unfortunately, he passed away in a plane accident. He was going to Detroit to meet his fiance's uh, family.
1: He was playing you with Phoenix gotta, at the time. You guys got to
2: remember that. I think that was like in 88, 87. Yeah, actually. That was, actually, that was, that uh, was big news. That, yeah, that was big news. 10. He was yeah. in the NBA with the Phoenix Suns at the time. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right.
1: Well, so, so you're sure so you're at Santa Clara right now, and then you got to play under Carol Williams, of course. Uh, he, he made his living at Santa Clara. He's, he's like, when you talk about Santa Clara, it's Carol Williams, right? He'd be coached there for 20-something years. What kind of a coach was he compared to the guys that you had Maybe in, in Lincoln, I don't know how, how what, what style they, they had earlier on in your life, but what kind of a coach was Carol Williams?
2: Uh, let's let's rewind just a little bit. I played at Aptos Junior High for a guy named Ken Dito. He's a very popular guy in the Bay Area, and he had a radio show. Mm-hmm. And after that, I played at Lincoln High School for uh, Mr. Boyle. His name was Rick Boyle, and he was one of my very best friends in my whole life. He passed away a couple years ago, and we actually uh, – I was kind of in charge of setting up his uh, services and we had it in the gym where the gym was named Rick Boyle, a gym. And we Mm -hmm. had all his past players and family members. And it was a very, very nice event. Mr. Boyle came to my games when I was at Santa Clara. (laughs) Mr. Boyle used to give me twenty dollars a month when I got to college. And then when I got to the NBA, he kept sending $20 a month. I, I said, Mr. Boy, wow. you know, I have more money than you now, so it's okay. No, it's okay. <laughs> you need it. You may need it one day. So he was oh. a wonderful person. Carol Williams gave me an oh. opportunity to come to Santa Clara. And I'll never forget that he did that. He, uh, his his kids were good friends of mine at school. And his wife uh, who passed away last year, mm-hmm. Ms. Williams was, she always had us over for pancakes. And when we had recruits come over, to see if they wanted to come to Santa Clara. They had a warm home and they come and the kids would come there and the whole team would go over there and we would eat and until they put us out. It was a very nice time going over there. Carol Williams, when I first got there, we had to run five miles. And he, the, my first, I wasn't a jogger. I, could, I was a very good sprinter and very athletic, but long distance was never my thing, but he used to run every morning. So he, me and Nick Vanos, the two guys who ended up going pro, we, ran the five miles we were running so slow carol williams beat us he said he was gonna put us on the girls team if we didn't get better <laughs> <laughs> motivation hey i definitely have to say something about Dick davy he was the assistant coach when i played there and he became the head coach after carol williams and he uh coached steve nash and lloyd pierce who was coaching uh atlanta hawks and uh, marlon garnett who also played in the nba and Dick davy was uh very real with us and he was the coach that always yelled at us. And we didn't really appreciate that until until we realized how important it was, even overseas, the things that he taught me and yelled at me about. I could still hear him in the back of my ear yelling at me when I was playing overseas to run back on defense and stop penetration and get a hand up on every shot. And I never forgot those things.
0: Well, when you were in Santa Clara, you said you had pancakes with those who uh, wanted to probably go to Santa Clara. Did you have a hand in any of these guys that you recruited uh, into Santa Clara, eventually played in Santa Clara? Did you convince yeah. some of these guys, hey, come on, join us here?
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh One of my best guys, his name is Ken Mokey. He came, he stayed with me. I was his host. And then another guy, his name was Vic Couch, who, uh, who passed away. He was my best friend at the time. We were roommates on the road. Uh When I was going to Santa Clara, I, I was – uh I stayed with Bill Duffy, who is one of the top agents in the United States right now, with BDA Sports, and I also okay. stayed with Daryl Williams. He was a host of mine as well, so it all helped out. And my uh, my roommate was at Santa Clara. He was uh, at Lincoln High School with me. His name is Isaac Vaughn. He was the uh, president of student body at, at at Lincoln High School. And then my other roommate, Brian Kelly, he was uh, at Santa Clara with me. He played soccer. He's from Madrid, Spain. So. I had a good time when I was at Santa Clara, but it was a lot of studying. My first roommate, he was his name was Steve Fukumoto, and he was the valedictorian by the time we were seniors. He was really smart. <laughs> did you
3: have it's a hand in uh, recruiting? Uh, in, did
2: you have in Steve Nash? <laughs> yeah, uh, <Santa> <laughs> Steve, was, Steve was a very good guy. I remember going back to the uh, Santa Clara, and we played like in the summertime. And one of my guys, who uh, his name is James Renfro, he played there at Santa Clara already he went to my high school so Steve showed up to come play and he came out there to play and and after playing like three on three full court with t- some of the guys and James said yeah you're uh you're a really good player maybe you should try to try to walk on the team and Steve said oh no I'm uh, uh yeah I'm gonna be coming here I- I'm already on a team
4: How <laughs> embarrassing
2: was that for him to be telling that to the M- future MVP he, he should walk <laughs> on the team it was it was incredible. We always laugh about that. Steve went over there. I mean, even to this day, sometimes I have to say, yeah, I went to Santa Clara. And if they don't smile or say that they know the place, I, I say, that you know, where Steve Nash went. Oh, yeah, Santa Clara. Okay. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I guess put your guys on the map. Yeah,
0: that's pretty much like Gonzaga when it comes to John Stockland. I'm from that's Gonzaga. the same exact thing, right? right? Where John Stockton went.
2: <laughs> Gonzaga's been going to the tournament, though. they. Oh, they yeah, have, yeah. They yeah, yeah. The past, program, past yeah. 10,
1: 10, 15 years, they've been pretty good, right? Right. Yeah. they number men. one in
2: the nation. You know, me and John, we're almost the same age. We played against John. John is one year older than I am. So yeah, I played against him a lot of times in college.
1: Yeah, because you were in that draft where a lot of the Olympians were. And he, he, he was one of the yeah. last
2: cuts for the Olympic team, remember? Yeah, that's the when so John that's that's became the That's when he became a professional. He was in uh, the Olympic trials. But I wasn't in that one, No, He's one year older yeah, than yeah. me. So
1: uh-huh. those
2: guys over there... That was one of the best group of basketball players of our era. That was yeah, the, the Olympic trials was really tough.
1: You had you yeah. had at least five five of those guys uh, from the Olympic team on, on your draft. Remember, you had Ewing, you had Tisdale, you yeah. had Conkak and Klein,
2: right? Oh Michael yeah, Michael Jordan.
1: Here we yeah. Fare, yeah,
2: yeah. Because yeah. My, me and Michael Jordan the same age, but he he left one year early. Mm-hmm. We That's came right. out of high school the same year, so there mm-hmm. was me and Carl Malone they had a good team
0: they used to have like that McDonald's All American thing during back in Absolutely. your day when they get all the high school players together? And, and so they had that,
2: right? They did. Michael yeah. Jordan was on that team, and Patrick Ewing, Chris Mullen. It, it was that's always been an honor to be on that team. I, I was I I was nominated to be on the team, but I didn't make the the cut. The last cut. Okay. okay, right? Yeah, that's how a you guys, How did you showcase, guys do?
1: Yeah. how did you guys do at Santa Clara? How how do you assess your your university career when you're over there? I know you. You placed second in your last three years, three right, so in the conference, right? Three we times. We
2: placed second three times. So, and in, in our conference wasn't a strong conference. So we never made it to the NCAA tournament in all four years I played there. So my last mm-hmm. three years, we took second each time, and we played in the NIT tournament. Mm-hmm. So we you won. We did good in the NIT tournament, but we didn't. Yeah. We didn't win the whole thing, though. Yeah. yeah. So we like got, you know, drills. in the NCAA uh, tournament. They give you these watches. So we got three nit watches instead, which is <laughs> like DAA. Yeah,
1: well, you were you were all conference, and and uh, I, I have a question though. When I was looking at the at the performance of your team during your time at Santa Clara, yeah. So you mentioned you mentioned some names already, Bill Duffy and then Dale Williams and all these guys. What happened? to I mean, you you did say Duffy's an agent now and all of that, but what happens uh, with with them they were top scoring when you were a freshman and right. uh, then you were you know and then all of a sudden you know so none of them went on to the to the nba but did they play professionally in other leagues
2: bill duffy was drafted by the denver nuggets in the 5th round and okay. he he didn't play after that he went to the nuggets and he didn't make the team so he became he immediately became an agent and he mm-hmm. has done very very well i mean like Good. steve nash yao ming and uh, Luka Doncic and Carmelo was there. <laughs> he has a whole yeah. lot of players, and he's been doing fantastic with himself. So, and yeah, his his, his wife, Jamise Duffy, is uh, we grew up together in San Francisco as well. Okay, star-studded line, lineup. Yeah. yeah, right. Now you've
0: been around star-studded lineups all your all all your life. I mean, the, the the high school batch you were in included Michael Jordan, but then you move into this 1985 draft. What was it like? Sitting through the entire draft, thinking maybe they're not going to pick me, maybe they're going to pick me later on. I mean, what was that like? Because I that, was the, that time... was the first
1: one with the lottery, right? That's the first. Yeah, one that was the lottery and, and the lottery, and then there was television
0: coverage. So you're probably thinking, yeah. hey, I might have a chance to be on TV uh, uh, to be drafted. What was that like? Waiting for your name to be called.
2: Noel, that was the probably <laughs> the the, the, t- the day of my life. That time went the slowest in all of my life. I just was waiting for my name to come out of their mouths and it didn't come out as fast as I would have liked it. Also, I played in a tournament called the Aloha Classic. It was the top 40 players in the nation and it was in Hawaii. So in the last 15, 16 years, everybody who was all tournament in that tournament was first round. So I was all tournament in the first round. Me, Dead Left Shrimp, Joe Dumars, and Xavier McDaniel and terry porter and we oh, won wow, the
4: championship. and yeah.
2: i was one of the leading scorers on the team after Dead level was the leading score. i was the second leading scorer on the team so now i'm thinking i'm going first round because everybody else yeah. who everyone was all tournament in that tournament was first round so i was the first one ever that didn't go first round who was all tournament mm-hmm. in that tournament so i was kind of surprised wow. i was hoping that my name would get chosen so i got drafted in the third round by the mavericks that's right yeah, I, that's uh, right. I but, but did I it have play
0: play. anything to do with you playing shooting guard your entire life instead of being point guard at the, at the height of six four? Did that have anything to do? It, do, it, it might have it? had
2: some some to do with it, but you know, I, I was uh, always playing both, depending on what, what team I was on and who else we had. You know, I mean, you saw me play point guard over there in the, in the Philippines, and right. that was short. That was a that was only one year after the dra- After the draft, mm-hmm. I went to the Philippines a couple months after the, I was in mm-hmm. the NBA with the Mavericks. So mm-hmm. I played point guard when I was in the Mavericks. Played point guard when I was in the Philippines and, and mm-hmm. France and, and, and Venezuela yeah. and everywhere else. Yeah,
3: you know, but Harold, you know, in your defense, the '85 draft that was one of the most loaded, right? I mean, yeah, Patrick yeah, Ewing it's a whole lot of the Famers. They, lot yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. the the yeah.
3: Chris Chris Charles Oakley, Carl Malone, yes. right? You know, Joe Dumars was in that. Yeah, draft you did mention well. Joe Dumars. Yeah, the yeah. yeah. reporter yeah. was
2: there. You know our friend Jack Dexter Schaus was in our draft with him. Yeah, right. i think he got looking at the two. list right now. He was drafted in the fifth yeah. or sixth yeah. round, I think. Yeah,
3: yeah. He was, mm-hmm. a, I'm looking at the list right, right, right now, and there are a, a few former PBA mm-hmm. imports there. Al Frederick Hughes yeah. drafted first. Uh, he he
2: scored yeah. a lot of points in college.
3: That's right. He was a first
2: rounder. Yeah, he was a first here in
3: 19... He played here in 1990, and then Terry Catledge came here, but just played That's a right. few couple of and games. Terry Catledge played
2: but... with uh, Dexter Schultz in college. That's college. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: That's right. He was in yep. the 60s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dwayne McLean you know, also came over here.
2: All of these guys. Uh, Frederick was in that tournament in Hawaii that I told you about. I got our tournament, Aloha mm-hmm. Classic. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Terry Catledge yeah. was there. Uh, a lot yeah. of guys. Were
3: there. Dwayne, Dwayne McLean also uh, played yeah, a over here. They won there.
2: the national championship. Yeah. He played.
3: Yeah, with, he won there. He played
2: with
1: Ed Pinkney.
3: The, yeah, he played here.
2: He was at Illinois. Yeah. yeah, he played
3: yeah. here. Adrian Branch.
2: Adrian, Adrian Branch
3: also played for Pure Foods. Yeah, in exactly. In ninety-one, okay, ninety-two, yeah, but he done. got he played,
1: played, played for the Lakers. Championship back.
2: He back. did. They won a championship. Okay. Yeah. Let's he not. Played, uh, played talk he played about with Ben Barnes in college. college.
1: Uh, Harold, you know Noel and Sid are Celtic fans, so they don't like me talking about my Lakers. So. Hey, Ed, Pinkley played,
0: Ed Pinkley played for Boston. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 All right, you know, when I played for the
2: Mavericks, we played over there against the Lakers in the playoffs. Yeah. And they yeah, yeah. Us, you, you gave know, them goal a goal. very tough time. They were really good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 You played. You played well against against the Lakers.
2: We, yeah. yeah. We did. you? know, you go to the forum back then. There was all kinds of superstars in the in the stands. Yeah. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger and and uh, uh, Eddie course, Murphy Jack and how
1: about Zach? Zach, Zach Nicholson, Nicholson.
2: Right? yeah, Ryan Cannon. Yeah.
1: They yeah. had so, they had about
2: people on TV that I saw on TV just sitting around the gym. It, it was something different.
1: Yeah.
2: And the Forum yeah. Club, they had a party after every game, and I went in there and I just was looking around like, wow, these people I see on TV. <laughs> <were great.
1: laughs> right, right. Huh? That, that's how that's how we react when we see you guys. You yeah. <laughs> guys we used to watch on TV before. That's how we react. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, right. yeah. So Sid Sid was going through the names of the the guys that played here mm-hmm. uh, from the same draft uh, aside from Dwayne McLean. Who, who did you mention, Sid? You, Alfred Hughes, uh, Fred
3: cofield uh, uh, right? Fred cofield also. Yeah. Uh, Adrian Branch and then Perry uh, Young uh, uh, played yeah. for Cedric Tony.
2: Cedric, I talked Cedric Cedric to Cedric. Tony, yeah. Cedric works with me in the in the NBA Retired Players Association. He lives here in Atlanta. Okay. Cedric, myself, and Dale Ellis is the president of the, of the uh, okay. chapter.
1: And, per- and Perry Young also, who played in Shell. Yeah. You guys know came Perry here together. Yeah, yes. so you know, played Perry against Young. him. Yes. Right, when you were here in 86. And then who yeah, are the he other he guys? Played, Derek, uh, Derek Girvin.
2: Derek Gervin, and I played on the same team in Venezuela for Marino. Oh, yeah.
1: So he came here in 1994, I think, or 96. Right. Yeah. So yeah. many I, years I, after. He was, know, he was a vet. He was a vet by the time he came here.
2: His brother is a Hall of Famer.
1: Oh yeah, well yeah, he's mm-hmm. one of the one of the best ever. Oh, and then Dexter Shouse you mentioned, and, and Michael Phelps as well uh, okay. played here SMB for San Miguel Beer. Those right. are the guys uh, that 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 played eventually in the PBA. But you were one of the first. You and Perry Young
2: and Dexter Shouse were the guys. Yeah. Were right, eighty six. Mm-hmm. That's first when we second. you guys start taking Americans right.
1: Well no, there were some there were some years before, but, but that that was a good year. That was a great year, eighty six. Mm-hmm. A lot of great imports right. came here to play. My, my, I was gonna I was gonna ask you about the days leading up to the draft. Did, did teams certain teams work you out? Were you able to to work out for, for certain teams? Yeah. Did, did any team tell you we're gonna choose you and then they didn't or anything like that?
2: <laughs> yes, the Mavericks told me that they wanted me, but I ended up being I was the fourth guy that they chose. They had two first mm-hmm. round picks. Yeah, the big so, guys. Well, they well, got I the big guys. But they chose me. They just didn't choose me first. They chose uh-huh. that. They took that. Left shrimp. Then they took Bill Wendell, And yeah. then they took Uwe Blob. All oh, of those perfect. are first the So they had right. three first round picks. And then right, right. somebody in the second round, another sixteen guy. And then I beat.
1: think they even they even got a cover on, on Sports Illustrated. The three of them, Shrimp Blob and Wennington were, were yes. on the cover. Exactly. For one edition, I guess, the Dallas edition.
2: Right. All, yeah.
1: all the sports. So you were the guy who's not in the picture, but you were exactly. By them. Charlie, they didn't invite <laughs> in the <picture>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well,
1: that's, that's that's it. The big guys, you know, that's a time when size was really important. So those they started getting those big guys. Yeah, yeah. but Charlie,
2: you know, we were rookies together, the, the four of us. Uh-huh. So when we got to Dallas, we had to stand on the stage and sing our school song, and after it was all over, they threw eggs and milk and and coffee and everything. On oh that. yeah. Yeah, Charlie, I man. wanted to make the team the next year so bad just so I could throw eggs at people. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's a crazy. good story.
0: Why, why'd they do that? Was that like part of your hazing or something like that? It was,
2: it was the initiation to the team. When you make the uh-huh. team, that's what they did to us. It, was, it wasn't cool, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm
0: I'm sure It was cool, Charlie. A- I'm looking at that lineup now. That's a pretty stacked lineup for, uh, for, the, for Dallas at the time. You guys had... Guys like Rolando Blackman was also right. on that team. You had a very young Dale Ellis, James Donaldson, looks like one of those villains in Superman. Uh, Derek Harper mm-hmm. was also on that team, and uh, Sam Perkins uh, was in his second year. Jay Vincent, Jay Vincent was also on that team, and you also had Mark Aguirre. So that's pretty much an all-star team very good that team. you had there, Dallas. Yeah, and then that was. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder how you even got playing time after all of these guys were names were mentioned.
2: You know, I most of my playing time ended up being at practice. I'm trying to play hard against these guys so I could get some playing time Mm -hmm. or just learn things from them. You know, Derek Harper taught me something almost every day. We played all the time, and dead left shrimp and I we weren't playing much because Mm -hmm. Mark Fire and Rolando Blackman and Harper, and there was another guy, Brad Davis, who also played point guard. Mm And when we weren't playing, so every day after practice, that left shrimp and I would play one-on-one full court until we just could not play anymore. So mm-hmm. that helped his dribbling and it helped me finish out the basket. Cause you know, he was six ten, So I would have to take the ball mm-hmm. and race yeah. him down and get to the basket before him. Or I was in big trouble, but he had yeah. a lot of skills, you know, he could shoot three point shots mm-hmm. and he could dunk and he could, he had moves. He could play cool. back to the basket. He was very talented. So, you know, he came from cool. Germany.
0: Yeah, yeah, he had a pretty well, besides, good career. Besides, yeah, besides you and Detlef Schrempf, uh, the, uh, there's something that you guys have in common with another play, teammate you had there. Sam Perkins actually went here to the Philippines, too. So that's three former Mavs wow. on that team that went here to the Philippines. He didn't play. <laughs> Not he didn't play, play yeah. in the Philippines, but he was here. I mean, we... we, part, yeah, we had of a, NBA, part of the
1: yeah,
2: NBA. Yeah, he was part event. of the NBA
0: entourage. So right, you, now, you, you know, Shrimp he's part
2: of the NBA, NBA uh, overseas. He goes overseas quite a bit with the NBA yeah. retired Players Association. Him, mm-hmm. the Kemba Matumbo, and, and those guys. Now, I talk to Sam uh, pretty often. We always see each other at All-Star Weekend and at the NBA conference. And also, Sam went to the University of North Carolina. You know, he was Michael Jordan's roommate. Mm-hmm. My nephew, mm-hmm. Christian Keeling, right, right. my brother, Bumpy Keeling's son, he played at the University of Carolina, North Carolina mm-hmm. last year, and he's playing overseas oh. now in England. So we went to, Bumpy and I went to several games with North Carolina last year, and uh, we'd see Sam sometimes. But we also see Greg Anthony because his son Cole Anthony was playing. Yeah, Cole. Right, right. right. Yeah. And we see that Kenny Smith. Well. Kenny Smith's son played Smith?
1: on the <laughs> Kenny Smith, huh? He's yeah. one of the more popular guys now. He, he has a better career, I think, in broadcasting now than he did when he when he was in the NBA. He's one of those guys that that, that yeah, you but, know, you know, lots of fans right now.
2: He's pretty good. That you know, we went. Yeah, 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 yeah he's he's young, Michael Young from uh, Manila Beer with me. You know. We went to the yeah. NBA Finals, and Kenny Smith was playing against Patrick Ewing, and
4: uh-huh. it was uh-huh. the was
2: Houston against New York Knicks. Uh-huh. So Michael Young uh-huh. and I, we went to the finals. It was a good game. Uh-huh. We went to the last game, and uh, it was it was really interesting.
0: Yeah, that was the John Starks two for sixteen game too. Yes, John was yes.
2: He, he didn't he didn't do too well. I talked to my boy Derek Harper after the game because yeah. he was playing with the uh, he with the Knicks. Was, he was playing with the Knicks mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to be the MVP if if they would have won, but because he was playing really well. But they.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh. so this yeah. is this two, Orlando, these two Black guys
2: played with the Knicks on that year too.
1: That's right. Yeah, Blackman was there. That's right. That's right, right, I saw yeah. That's the end of towards the end of his career. I well, these two guys I wanted to ask you about because because Noel mentioned it uh, on that Mavericks team when you were a rookie. Dale Ellis was there, and of course, Dale Ellis was nothing like he would become later on when he was with yeah. the Sonic. Right, uh, wh- but what was your impression about him? Was he already that great a shooter, even you know, even at uh, with the Mavs already? You could see the potential,
2: yes, absolutely. You know, me and him was on the, the scout team, so during the practice, we would always just fast break, and he, he was always running up, getting ready to shoot threes, and he was an awesome three point shooter. One time, we played uh, the uh, Boston Celtics, that's Noel's team. we played Boston Celtics. <laughs> was on TNT and Dale got hot and Larry Bird got hot and Larry Bird Larry Bird had 50 points and he came over to the side of the bench and, and he he said and our coach name was Dick Mata he said yeah. sit down before I start getting hot and Dick said you don't tell me what to do and he said okay well I'm going to go down and shoot this three point shot it was doing a free throw and he came down and he said I'm going to come off a pick shoot a three and he came off and shot it and made it and then the next time <laughs> he came down again and told Dick to sit down again he said, if you don't sit down, I'm going to make a shot, another shot on the other side this time. He came <laughs> off and he made it again, all net. And then last time he came and said, I'm going to make one more. This time I'm going to shoot it off the backboard just for you. And he pointed at the coach. And me and Devin <laughs> each other, like this dude is is he, something, something special. He's telling everybody what he's going to do and still does it. And he came off, <laughs> it off the backboard and he missed it. But me and Deadlift were looking at each other like, "Wow, I can't believe he tried that." It was amazing. <laughs> awesome. I never saw somebody talk so much Mac more than Larry Bird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, there's
1: Larry Bird stories all around, man. Even if yeah. Xavier McDaniel has one, right? Like Xavier McDaniel. Yeah, he, a story was, about he that.
2: was the MVP three years in a row back That's when up in the He was like uh-huh. the best player in the world at the time.
1: That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, yeah. he
2: that was. The he, best was Celtics awesome. team, he was awesome.
3: Eight, eighty six. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. Celtics were really awesome that
1: year.
2: It's crazy that he was the best three-point shooter, but I think Steph Curry made more shots in two years. Yeah. than Larry Bird made his whole career. Yeah,
1: yeah it was.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a different. It's well, a different the, era. The game now, has right? changed. <laughs> the game has changed really. A lot.
1: You can Steph camp Curry, out at the three-point line
2: shooting three pointers from half-court.
1: Yeah, you saw you saw Damian Lillard the way he ended the All-Star game. Yeah, yeah. I was shooting half-court. Crazy. <laughs> it's a normal thing nowadays. But that other guy I wanted to ask you about is is because th- there's a lot of stories about him, Kurt Nymphius. Mm-hmm.
2: Kurt was my guy. Kurt-
1: yeah, but but you know, lots of lots of stories about him. He was a bit of a <laughs> yeah.
2: you know a different answer, kind of guy. guy, right? He was a different type of guy. He played with the Mavericks with me, and I remember the first day we got there, we had to run uh, two miles in twelve minutes, and I was thinking some of the big guys weren't going to make it, and we they told us if you didn't make it and we're going to send you back home immediately. So we had to run and get ready for that. All, the whole practice. Kurt took off. They blew the whistle. Kurt took off and just ran past everybody. I was wondering, wow, is he going to keep that pace? And he just, he just ran forever. I couldn't believe it. I thought he was going to pass out at some point, but he, he beat all of us. <laughs> right. <laughs> he was kind of, he was oh. kind of himself a lot. You know, we get on the plane and he had just sit by himself and not talk. He didn't talk a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I, well, I just wanted to know I just wanted to ask um Harold because during the 80s we all know that this was the time the time that the NBA was still sort of embroiled in the drugs uh, uh drugs thing. I mean, Roy Tarpley eventually got banned kicked out of the league because of that. How rampant was the drug problem from somebody who was actually there during that era?
2: You know, you know I only played in the NBA for one year. At that time mm-hmm. I did not Know anybody on our team? We had a good team, a good good group of guys. uh Most of us were kind of young, and I did not know of anybody who was using drugs on our team, which is really fortunate. Mm-hmm. I mean, even yeah, to yeah. this day, I've never had a cigarette or any marijuana. I never had a beer in my life, or alcohol yeah? in my life. So, you know, I hope my kids follow suit and do the same thing. But you know, in college, you never know what's going to happen with these guys.
1: Even a, even a Manila beer. You never had a Manila beer in your life. <laughs> <Not at all. laughs> even you know, I played
2: in class <laughs> Even uh-huh. even worse than the manila beer, I played in France, and they had wine with, like, breakfast and everything. Breakfast, dinner, every every meal. <laughs> yeah. So, that was something different.
1: That was crazy. But you need to tell us about Dick Marta, because he's a Hall of Fame coach, and then he did win a championship mm-hmm. with the Bullets yeah, uh, and all of that. What kind of a coach was Dick Marta? Seemed like a colorful character if you see him on TV yeah. with his <laughs> nice coats and all of that, and he, and he liked to talk a lot.
2: Yes, he he had a system at Santa. Uh, he had he had a system at, at with the Mavericks, and you know some of the guys wanted to play play around and 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 get out of the system and run their own play. But he liked the guys to make points through the system, so it looked like his system was the system that was making the points. So he, <laughs> he was really strict about that. And he didn't want you to deviate from the plays. If if the play was for Mark Aguirre in the post, that's exactly what you wanted. He wanted you to do. He didn't care if you shot the ball and made it. He would still get upset with you, and and, but you know we had Rolando Blackman, we had Mark Aguirre, we had Sam Perkins and Dale Ellis and Jay Vincent, and you know most of the plays were for those guys, and I mean they did a good job. We went, we played, we lost to the Lakers that year. Mm-hmm. I think, and, uh, it was a fun team to be on. That's right. What
0: That's
3: was it
0: like? You were Yeah, Yeah. What was it like going up against a team that you knew was bound for greatness, but you had to stop them? I mean, you were go- going up against guys like course, Magic Johnson, Byron Scott, Michael Cooper. What was it like going up against that special group of guys for, for the Lakers? And that takes a lot out of me just to say a special group of guys called the Lakers.
2: They were a special group. Uh, one of the greatest <laughs> teams of all time. My, a good friend of mine, A.C. Green, was on that team also. We were in the NBA pre-draft camp together and Aloha Classic, we were on the same team and they had, like you said, Byron Scott and Worthy and, and Magic and, and Kareem. Uh, and we cool. were First two games yeah. against them in the forum, and Derek mm-hmm. Harper called a meeting, and he said, "We have to play better than this. We have to play our best game every game. We need to go out there and kick their butts, and and we got to get make every free throw and and play defense and get every rebound." And he just yelled at everybody. It was a, <laughs> a, a players only meeting. At that point, we came out the next game and we kicked their butt, and we won two games in a row at uh, in Dallas. And then, unfortunately, we went back to the forum, and it was tough over there. They, they, they got hot. They started running fast breaks like crazy. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Over and they was and Kareem started sky hooking and Worthy dunking on everybody. But I, I was really proud of our guys, though. You know, Mark Aguirre and, and Rolando Blackman and, and Derek Harper. They, they played really well. We represented, but they ended up being the mm-hmm. better team in that series.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just yeah. like to point out that '86 that Lakers team, though, lost to the Rockets, and. Western Conference Finals, right? Yeah, yeah. last and second uh, tip-in by, by Ralph Sampson. But, in. Yeah. yeah, and uh, of course, everyone knows who won the title that year,
1: right? I <laughs> you know, but, but it's okay because <laughs> the Lakers won the next two, so that's all right. Anyway... <laughs> yeah, yeah well, got know, a good memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, right? So no no problem with <laughs> no, we that. Grew but, up, what, we grew what's... up in that era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. our era. Man. We were watching that late, early yeah. mornings here in the Philippines. Uh, we'd get up at one or two in the morning to watch the games. Right, yeah. But, you know, but... When you talk about the, your one year with the Dallas Mavericks, what's your most memorable game or or, or whatever? So what's, your, what's your best memory from that one year, the thing that sticks out to you and, and makes the mark for that one year?
2: Uh, I liked playing – this is going to sound crazy, but on the way we played, we had to go to rookie camp. Mm-hmm. And there was a coach – the assistant coach of the team, his name was Bob Weiss. Mm-hmm. And he made me the captain of the team. And I ran the show and we played against Denver and Utah and all of the teams in the tournament. Then we went to veteran camp and we did the same thing. It was very uh, fun playing, you know, I, and I'm playing the whole time and making 20 points and 15 points in the preseason. I, I, I think it's seven points is my high game, maybe 12 in the preseason. After that, when the season started, me and Detlef and Uwe, Uwe Blob and, and Bill Winnington, we was on the bench and, and Bill started waving the towel every time. Yeah, somebody yeah. basket, And we, we didn't get off the bench for a while. It, I mean, the veterans came in and even though we played pretty well against them, they ended up by the time they got in shape, that was a really good team. All of those guys, were, uh, you know, Rolando Blackman and Mark Wire, they played in all-star games. Mm-hmm. And, and Sam and, and Derek, they were, to right. me, they were good enough to play in all-star games and, yeah, yeah. It was, it was interesting being on that team. We had some real good battles in the practices.
1: Mm-hmm. Did you ever get into a game against Magic? I mean, did you get to play against him.
2: I got in the game, and Magic wasn't in the game. Oh. And okay. that was in the real game, but in a uh-huh. preseason, I was able to play against him.
4: Mm-hmm. And it was kind of interesting
2: because I, I, I never realized how big he was. So when he backing you down, you, he could just see right over the top of you. It's, it was kind of amazing. But uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think the uh, biggest experience for me, besides playing against Michael Jordan, was uh, playing against Isaiah Thomas, because I got to play quite a bit. And my dad was at the game. He was living in Detroit. My dad, Robert Keelan, lived in Detroit for a long time. And he came to the game. He called me and said, hey, I'm bringing all my friends from work and from my neighborhood. I need about 30 tickets. I'm like, no, man, that's not how it works around here, you know. I'm, I'm just a rookie here. I can't get that many tickets. I'll get as many as I can and I'll call you. I ended up getting like nine tickets, but Jay Vincent was from Michigan. You know, they yeah. won a the national championship, him and Magic. So every time we go yeah. to every time we go to uh Michigan, well it was only one time, but he would just take all the tickets and give them <laughs> to all his friends and family and all of them. So it was uh, kind of interesting. Hey, we started talking about the guys who was in our draft. Mm-hmm. Jay Vincent's little brother, name is Sam Vincent. Sam, Sam right. The first rounder in my year, too. He was mm-hmm. in a low-high classic. We played against him as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then and, and he played uh, Michael Jordan's mom in a commercial, Sam Vincent. He uh-huh. wore a wig, put on a dress. Remember that? I didn't was see a commercial. That. Yeah, there was a commercial. <laughs> he's, he's the one who pretended to be Michael Jordan's mom because he played with him on the Bulls, right? He sure did. <laughs> he went to yeah, Michigan yeah.
2: State. Him and Jay both went to Michigan State. That's, that. right, yeah. that's right.
1: Yeah, that's right. Together with Magic. Yeah. Spartan school. So, so, yeah. So, so the NBA dream, what happened to that? I mean, you know, after mm-hmm. the, the Mavericks, did they cut you or did your contract just expire? What what happened over there? And then, and then what happened? How come you weren't able to latch on to any other team?
2: I played when I – after playing with the Mavericks, we lost in the playoffs to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And then in the draft, they drafted Mark Price. So when mm-hmm. I talked to the Mavericks, my agent and I, I was asking for some guaranteed money to show that they had interest in me. And I was understanding that Mark Price was going to have a guaranteed contract. And when they didn't offer me any money, because I, I only asked for like $20,000 up front, just to show that they really felt that they wanted me. Mm-hmm. When they said they wasn't going to give me any money up front, and they said that they, uh, I had to make the team to make to get a guaranteed contract. I took the money from the Philippines. I left. Mm -hmm. That was it. I didn't go to the veteran camp because... How did did you hear about that? Yeah. You know, Andy Howe came to get me.
1: Okay. 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 That's that's the story. He he came
2: to San Francisco and he's the one that said, hey, you should come to the Philippines because he came there. He called and he said he was going to come by. We got a group of guys uh, to play and some of my City Ball guys came there. John Smith and Brett Crawford who passed away and Uh, uh, Richard Morton, Raleigh LaFleur. These Mm -hmm. are uh, Joe Belfry, uh, Dean May. These are guys who I played with in San Francisco all the time. And uh, Andy came over to a gym called Sunset Gym, and we all played over there. He asked me where we should play at. That's where I set it up at, and I had the guys come over.
0: Well, prior to meeting Andy Howe, did you ever hear about the Philippines Mm -hmm. before from anybody else?
2: Yes, because Don Robinson and Francois played there.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I, that's okay. who I
2: had not heard from because you know they're from San Francisco and we played right, in the program right, me and Don uh I never played against Francois you know he's older than mm-hmm. I am, and mm-hmm. then he ended up going to Long Beach State and start going overseas so I didn't see him anymore he had a younger brother named Pierre Wise who was closer to mm-hmm. my age and he right. was a very dominant player in San Francisco growing up he was one of the best players in the city but their yeah, whole family they yeah. had Willie Wise who played in the ABA mm-hmm. they yeah had, Shambrick and Brian Wise and Jaha Wilson and they had a lot of cousins. They're mm-hmm. the most popular family in San Francisco of all time. They had like eight players that came out of there.
1: Wow.
3: <laughs> you know, yeah. actually, Francois son played in the PBA as well.
2: Yeah. yeah. Who's Eric son? Wise.
3: Francois.
1: What's, which one? Eric. Eric, Eric. Eric Wise. Wow, Eric. I
2: didn't know that.
1: He played yeah. in the PBA maybe four, five, six years ago. Yeah. Right,
2: yeah. all right. I didn't know that. One of yeah, my even boys, his daughter is their yeah. family. So he played at Santa Clara, but he was a football player, but he's a very good guy.
0: Yeah, even yeah. Francois's daughter came over to play pro volleyball here in yeah. the Philippines. Wow. Yeah, so he's got, uh, he's yeah. got ties
1: yeah. with the Philippines. Yeah. He's got ties <laughs> with the Philippines. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Philippines. Well,
0: yeah Bonita. Bonita played here for, yeah,
3: for quite if you, a while. Uh, if you finish here, our interview with him, both of them make a cameo appearance right in the middle of the show. And Bonita
1: <laughs> was born here in the Philippines, right?
0: Yes, yeah, she was. She, she was, was born here while while wow, okay. was yeah. playing here in
1: 1982. His wife gave birth here in Mahati <laughs> Makati Medical Center, and their and, oldest and, daughter that's was, that was their
2: eldest daughter. Fantastic.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so you know,
2: Charlie, I had told you one of my cousins, Troy Troy uh, Daniels. His mom is, was Filipino. She came from the Philippines. Mm-hmm. My uncle Eric was in the military at Clark Air Force Base. Mm-hmm. And he brought uh, Troy's mom back, and Troy was born. And he and he said he went to play in the Philippines. I saw a couple pictures of him. I forgot yeah. what team he played for, though.
1: Yeah, I was I was looking into that, so I'll, I'll let mm-hmm. you know if I find anything on 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 that one. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so eighty six happens. Andy Howe comes into your into your gym, and then watches you, and then then makes an offer. Uh, what made you bite? What made you say, okay, let's go?
2: I I felt like. I had heard first of all, I had heard about playing in the Philippines and, and Francois and, and Don have really liked playing over there. And I wasn't sure about the situation with the Mavericks. So when I got the offer, I said, I'm going to take this sure money instead of going and mm-hmm. maybe get cut and maybe not make the team. This was something that was sure. And I knew I could go there and work on my game and then get ready for the NBA. And I, I ended up not going playing in the NBA ever again. But I did go back to camp twice. I went to mm-hmm. camp in Orlando Magic Camp when the team opened. And I went to camp with Minnesota Timberwolves camp when they both opened. And mm-hmm. very few of us got invited back. I got invited back to both of those camps to the veteran camp, but it was the same situation. And by yeah. then I was playing in France. And you know, I was making good money over there. And you know, the money overseas, tax-free and everything. And I had yeah. been doing good and I liked it over there. as opposed to sitting on the bench, I was, you know, more like a star and and had next uh-huh. friends over there. And the teams liked me. And I liked it over there. So I continued to play overseas, and I ended up playing until I was 40 years old. So I am very happy with my career. Uh-huh, uh-huh.
0: Prior, prior to coming to the Philippines, have you ever been on a plane ride that long? I mean, that's a 12-hour flight from San Francisco to the Philippines. That's what a very, was that like?
2: Uh, uh, yeah. When I was in college at Santa Clara, we went on a trip to Japan. And okay. we stayed in Japan for about a month. And we played in Masimoto and Kyoto, and it, we had a very good time and that was my first time getting a passport. So after going over there with, with the team and everybody, it made me more comfortable going overseas by myself because I I kind of understood the situation and the immigrations and uh, passport and that type of thing. So that was a little bit of experience
0: for me. But what was it like when you landed at the Manila International Airport in this freaking
2: hot country? And it was my first time getting off the plane. You know, I'm I'm going there. I don't know nobody in the whole Philippines. I'm thinking, okay. What now? And I get out the plane, then there's a guy with a sign that said Keeling. And I knew that <laughs> this was a place for me right away. So, all right. You know what's interesting? He passed away now. But I rode over there with Rob Williams. Mm-hmm. Yes. You when know, I yeah, had yep, yep. played play with Akeem Olajuwon and Clyde Drexler and Michael Young. Right, right. And so, five so, Slamma yeah, Five Slamma yes, exactly. So he had uh, said some good things about the Philippines that he had heard, too. And we both were excited to play uh over there in the Philippines and play against each other.
1: Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. So- you had some nice battles against each other, you and Rob. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
2: Yeah. 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 So- hey, 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 While you're talking about that, I want to mention that uh we never lost in the Philippines except for one team. We beat everybody else in the whole Philippines except for the, mm-hmm. the team with never- Mike Hackett and Billy Ray Bates. That's and, right. And Mike Hackett ended up playing in Venezuela uh too. So I was happy to be able to return the favor to him because yeah, they yeah. beat it yeah. in the championship.
1: I, <laughs> I, I remember that because I was a Tandwai fan. My family, we were cheering for Tandwai. They had won the first two championships that year, but right. you're the guys who knocked them out. You knocked them out with the last second shot of Michael Young, three-pointer three from the shot. top of the key, knocked right, out Tanduai, So yeah. that, that, yeah. that hurt, man. That hurt, but I, yeah, I, it, I, did, I did cheer for you guys in the finals. though. So.
2: Yeah, they had a good team. you know, and They started out with Eric Turner. And then they had uh, Ricky Brown. They played for no, Texas. that ones. was
3: great things. A uh, great things. That that's great Yeah,
2: that's great And the Y had uh, uh, Rob, Rob Williams Andy, and, Rob Andy
0: Andy,
1: and
2: Andy and they Thompson. Andy Thompson? Andy Thompson. Andy Thompson.
1: Yeah, Andy Thompson replaced Danny Andrew.
2: What's that? You know, Clay Thompson from the Warriors. That's his yeah, all- yeah, yeah. old yeah, yeah, yeah. We had Andy on the
1: show. We had Andy on the show a month ago
2: for the NBA. He do all the camera. work.
1: NBA, that's right. He did the last right, dance right. with Michael Jordan,
0: right? So. He, he was yeah. he was our guest, he was our guest here like a month ago. He he, he guested on the show a month ago. It's short guesting, but he was here a month all ago right. as well. He's a very yeah.
1: nice guy. Yeah, uh-huh. he's been
2: uh-huh. working for the NBA for a long time, like over 20 years.
1: That's right, so, that's right. He's I, I, just get, I just wanted to get
0: I just want to get a sense of what you were feeling when you landed in Manila. I mean, the culture is completely different, it's different yeah. from Japan, that's for sure. You see yeah. all of these cars that aren't supposed to be on this side of the road but they're all traveling, you know, it's like, it's like total chaos. So what was your impression like when you landed in Manila and said, all right, so this is the Philippines.
2: Yeah. You know, Noel, it it was a third world country. And it was the the biggest thing that I brought from the Philippines is how good the people treated me and how the fans were excited. And it was 10,000 people at every single game. Every game was full. Another thing that I never experienced overseas before was we played all played at the same gym.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. the
2: teams played at the same gym so we saw the Americans and we every game was on TV so I could watch the team who I was going to play next and then I started getting close to my friends uh, uh, the girl at the hotel her name was Sonia, she did everything at, at, at whatever we, me and Michael needed, she helped us out and uh, we had a driver, his name was Ernie I remember it like <laughs> yesterday, Ernie came and picked us up, <laughs> up for the practice every day and then uh, I had another friend Name maria she, her brother played on the team out there and uh uh lee and bessie they worked at like march is what's March? it's a big grocery it's a big store it was across Schumark. the street from ali mall i forgot the name
1: shoe mark yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: and, and i met them and i and then we went to uh michael and i went shopping like every day we bought like Twenty suits, tailor made, with our name on the inside of them. We had tailor made lizard <laughs> skin shoes and snakeskin shoes, and the belt to match. And we had an awesome time over there. It was so fun. And you know, our dollar, it went far. You know, the peso yeah. against the dollar was a good, a good mm-hmm. situation for us. So uh-huh. we take, take Ernie with us everywhere we go. We go eat. He go eat. He was my guy. I, I hope that Ernie was is able to watch this, or somebody tells him mm-hmm. I'm on here. He was one of Yeah. Well, a, where'd you used I to go? I mean, where did you
0: Yeah, where'd you where'd you used to stay and where'd you used to go when you when you were on the court?
2: I went to uh I stayed at Legaspie Village. It was a hotel there, mm-hmm. and uh we, it was a a, a a mini mall right across the street from Legaspie Village. And then you mm-hmm. know, Michael and I would go to to the uh, shopping to get the the material for us to get suits made and. We went to the sweatsuit place to get sweatsuits, and there was a big old poster of, of Francois Wise on the on the place where we got the sweatsuits. I saw that, I was like, Wow, this dude must have been the man over here. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right.
4: yeah, he and was for the yeah.
2: sweatsuits with our name on them and letters on them and initials on them, and mm-hmm. then we got tennis shoes made from Grossby had our name on them, and uh-huh, right, right. <laughs> we right. Were on Gross TV Gross and- Wow. You guys, yeah,
1: that, that was gross beast. Yeah, gross beast time. Yeah. All of you had gross beast shoes. Yeah. Hey, your, yeah, friend, Annalie, Annalie, your friend Annalise watching. She said, "Thank you for shout out." Who's that? Annalie. your friend Annalise uh, is yeah. watching. Annalise, she hey, said, "Thank Annalie. you for the shout yeah. out."
2: Annalise Salazar and her husband and family. I'm glad you're watching. I hope your family is doing okay.
1: And Sean Chambers yeah. is watching also a while ago. I don't know if he's still watching until now. So anyway, so you, so I you're here in the
2: Philippines. In the yeah. Philippines, he is the, yeah. the ultimate.
1: Yeah, yeah, he he became a like a resident here, man. He stayed here for like over a year. Do you know the well, legend of Sean well Chambers, though,
0: Harold? Do you know the legend of Sean Chambers? Tell me about it. He, he actually ran after a thief who tried to steal his bag, and yeah. he ran after him in Makati. That's like you know, stuff yeah. of legend. he got, you you got, got him,
1: got him. Right? He, he, got got him. him. He, got he got him, him. yeah. yeah. <laughs> that That's is the like legend California of
2: Sean Chambers. Sean is a competitor. He, Sean probably didn't even have nothing in the bag. He just did not
0: want nobody to beat him. <laughs> he, you. I know, he he... had like
1: $200 or something like that. <laughs> nothing in the bag, huh? So, right. so you guys, your know, you know, imports are known to, to be treated really very well when they come right. to the Philippines. So you said you stayed in a nice condominium probably, and then you had a driver, you had somebody helping you out all the time. But as far as uh, offers from other countries at the time, was the Philippines really the best offer for, for an import at that time for you?
2: For me, it was because I hadn't decided if I was going to camp or not or what I was going to do. So when Andy offered me the opportunity, I jumped at the chance. I was kind of excited the whole time. I was already in shape and everything and I I was ready to go. So and I'm very glad that I ended up going there. It it turned out to be really nice. I had a fantastic experience. Me and Michael Young got close. Michael Young and I, we -hmm. were always together over there. Yeah. Michael came home and his wife and him had a baby. Named him Michael. And I will I was in Houston. That's when we went to the game. Mm-hmm. So after that, I came back and me and my wife had a baby because I told Michael, okay, now Michael, you didn't show me how to do this. Now I'm gonna go home and have a Michael too. And then I named my kid Michael, and Michael was his godparent. And, and we were oh wow, the okay. Wow. That's great. I was the son. His name is Michael Harold Keeling. Wow, oh,
1: okay. but you guys, you, yeah, you guys played so well together. You were a perfect combination. It's, it's just, you know, I, I think you would have, you would have, uh, in any other tournament, you would have won the championship. It's just so happened yeah. you ran into that wall of Bates and Hackett, and 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 you know, it's pretty tough for you guys. But Charlie, you guys were, you guys were great. <laughs>
2: sometime, Charlie, there were games Michael and I both scored over fifty points. That's right. And we lost. Yeah, yeah. And then I was game so won. bad after game we won, lost Game the one finals. of the finals. One game in the finals, we both scored fifty, and I was in the car, and I, and Michael said, "Well, Harold, I don't know what else we can do," and I didn't, because I, I hadn't said nothing for like fifteen minutes. I was just I steam, and I mean, you could see the steam coming out of my head because Billy Ray Bates and Michael Hackett they beat us again. And Michael said, "There's nothing else we can do, Harold. We both scored 50. I said, "Michael, there's one more thing we can do. We can win." <laughs> we didn't win. We 50. We still lost. We, he said. Well, how many we got to score? I don't know, Michael. We got to win. That's what they brought us here for. <laughs> we, we went this whole season. We can't go home a loser. We got to win. Michael said, "Okay, look, give me the ball every time next game. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure." We <laughs> Michael had like 65 or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 I yeah. yeah. did have I
1: yeah. Dude, hey, NBA, man, NBA. I don't
2: know why he didn't play more in the NBA. He was a fantastic talent. You yeah. know, he, he led his team in scoring when Clyde Drexler and Akeem Olajuwon was on the team. Michael Young was the leading scorer of five slamma
1: That's right. Yeah, that's right. right. That's right. So the so
2: nice I, lefty I jumper. When I was in college at Santa Clara, we played in the Houston Cougars tournament. And Michael and Clyde and Akeem was in the tournament. And, and when we finished playing... The coaches and everybody on our team was upstairs buying five Slamma Jamma shirts. <laughs> I was so embarrassed.
1: <laughs> That's crazy, man. But Michael Young, yeah, you guys clicked right away. I mean, the, the, that, was the, that was the first time you met him, or had you met him already back in the States prior to that? No, we
2: were in. I met him in college when we played in the tournament.
1: Oh, okay. okay. So, but, but you guys weren't friends, so now suddenly you're thrust together in practice, and then yes. you guys, I think, made a decision that you guys are going to, you know, you got to team up. So you, you can bring up this team, uh, Manila Beer,
2: That's right. and, and,
1: try, and try to be the best. But right now, just to take a short break, we're going to talk about your stint here in the Philippines Sorry, Let's get into it, talk about the players, coaches, and everything. We'd just like to remind everybody that uh, An Eternity of Basketball is part of the Globally body Network, which also has now Who the Heck Are We? Check out the latest episode, the PBA Mock Draft with Randolph Leongson. And then uh, Hang Time with Denise Dinsai. Uh, re- recent episode 26 with Kai Baloaloa Check, one that, t- check that one out. That's Volleyball and then Globally Ballin' Network. Everything over there you see on your screens. You have to see the audio and video projects and original articles. Of course, we are part of the Globally Ballin' Network. And we're on YouTube. So you need to go and subscribe to our channel, Episodes 1 to 40 only on YouTube starting tomorrow, March 14. We're on Spotify as well. Listen to us on the go anytime, anywhere. And check out the link tree slash Globally Ballin' link for all of that. That takes you to all of those links, and as usual, after the breaks, the adventura is missing. I know but... why does he do that, <laughs> <laughs> but no, but so we're still here with, with Harold Keeling. This is episode 72 of AOB, and we're getting we're, we've, we've arrived in the Philippines now. We're talking about how the career of Harold Keeling was one conference here in the PBA, but a memorable one. The fans remember you, Harold, because of how much of a gladiator you were. You would really fight, leave it all out on the court. There was a time. There, you were on screen. They were showing you close-up, and you were weeping on the bench. You were crying because I guess you were so frustrated about something during one of those games, and that's the kind yeah, of player you I- were. You wore your emotions on your sleeve. But do you remember that? Do you remember why you were you were crying on the on the court, on, on the uh, bench, crying, rather?
2: Charlie. That, that might have been sweat coming down my face, man. It was so hot <laughs> there. We, it, it, it was burning. It had to be like 100 degrees in the gym. After the practice, <laughs> I'd take my jersey off and wring it out, and it'd be like a puddle of water on the floor. It was burning up out there. Yeah. Yeah. So, we, I mean, you guys... I, we didn't even lose that many games.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what's your impression of the team? Game. what was your impression of the team, the guys that you met? You had Atoy who was a former I, MVP. Iko, had Abid, yeah. We had Adonis.
2: Yeah. We had Yo Yo Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: What, 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 about, what do you think about these guys? First time you're in practice, you're seeing these guys go through the scrimmage and everything. What are you thinking?
2: You're seeing these guys. We, hey, we had a good team. I, you know, playing in the Philippines. It, you have to do a lot of things. You got to get rebounds and assists and play defense. You, gotta, you know, Yo-Yo, Yo-Yo, Yo-Yo Viamin was a guy who he helped guard some of the imports because he was a very strong guy. And then we had uh Gaddaab, and he he, would, he was playing center, but he was very thin. But he had guard guys like Fernandez played for the shell. And no, for, that's not, for Fernandez
1: was with Tanduai. Tessar was with with shell. Was yeah.
2: shell. Okay. And then we had uh, uh, Atoy Cole. He could shoot. He was, he was yeah. one of the best shooters on the team. I remember we ran a play, and it was the last of the game, and we were supposed to give the ball to Michael. And at Toy Co, who he had been hot the whole series, he took the shot and missed it, and he was supposed to give it to Michael Young. And after the game, we looked at him in the locker room, and he came over to me and Michael said, hey, if I make this shot, I'm a hero. And Michael said, but you missed. He said, yeah, but if I would have made it, I would have been a superstar.
1: <laughs> <So>.
0: <laughs> now, he's always been confident about yeah, his shooting. Ability. About
1: yeah. He was a good shooter, though.
0: Yeah. yeah. He, I he remember sure. when we had Norman Black on the show, he would he remembered, but Atohiko would have a wide-open layup. Nobody in front of him would pull up from 15 feet instead of just taking the layup. That's how confident he was about his shooting.
2: I think besides Sean Chambers, I think I bring up Michael I, I, Michael Young. And after that, I bring up Norman Black's name more than anybody's because he mm-hmm. stayed there. He married Miss Filipino. He didn't come home. And you know, we always go on cruises. And when mm-hmm. I go on a cruise, it's a lot of Filipino guys
4: right, working definitely. on the cruise.
2: And and I talk to them and tell them I played there. I used to wear my jersey on the cruise, or my son will wear <laughs> the jersey on the cruise. And then they and I tell them, and some of them, say, hey, I remember you, Keeling. You played with with. Manila Beer and Michael Young, and then we take pictures together. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Always funny. So, but, and then we talk about our name Norman Black and Samboy Lim and Sean Chambers and some of the most popular guys that was over there. You know, all of them know Jaworski and so yeah. it's always kind of fun to do that. They they kind of look up to me and, and get excited to meet me and take, yeah. take Well, on,
0: the, on that on that Manila Beard team, you actually had three eventual uh, players who got named among the the best players in league history. You had Abit Didabin, Atoiko, and there's this other guy by the name of Lim Eng Bang. You remember this guy?
2: I don't remember. Was he a younger guy? No, he was uh, one of the veterans. He's Chinese probably. guy.
0: Wow. He's a Chinese
2: guy mean, the team. What
0: position was he? About? About? Yeah.
1: Yeah, he, didn't, he was a point guard. He didn't play much anymore back in Yeah, uh, that, uh, yeah, at the time. 1986, he didn't play much. That was his last season in the PBA. Okay. But among the locals, I mean, who did
2: you really bond with uh, on the team? On, on my team? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't see each other too much besides the practice. A couple times we went to the provinces, and mm-hmm. I really liked that. We got in the pool, and... There was a big pig on the on the pole, and it just going around and around until yeah. we it. that was something different for me. I never saw that before in my life. That's a majority. We just ate yeah. everything over there and we stayed there from the morning until it got dark and got in the pool and by the time we got out, our fingers were wrinkled and then we had such a tremendous time, you know so many trees and and getting in the water and everything yeah. we, we had that, that was the a bonding time for us. Another thing we yeah. did that was bonding for us. We played against Clark Air Force Base
4: mm-hmm.
2: and we played against them sometime in the preseason to get ready. And, you know, it was kind of cool playing against other Americans. And then we go eat with them in the in the mess hall with the uh, other Americans. But it was kind of cool kicking their butt because, you know, only Michael and I were the only Americans. And <laughs> yeah. it, but, but it was interesting that we was always able to beat them. It was kind of cool. Harold,
1: yeah. we got we have a bunch of photos we'd like to show you. Take us through whatever you remember, the memories. Oh. Uh, let's,
2: let's see the first photo. Okay, Charlie, be careful. All right, Charlie, don't put nothing crazy uh, uh, out there. Uh,
1: uh. So <laughs> oh, this is you. This is you. You're blocking this guy. I don't. Know, this guy, I think, became a star later on, but you you blocked his shot. Yeah. yeah.
2: That guy was this pretty guy. good. He he was pretty good. Uh, but he ran into a good guy too. So that was <laughs> Michael Jordan when he was yes. in college. Me and Michael played against each other twice in college, and uh, hey, hey, Ashley. When we played him the freshman year, it was in my Christmas tournament at Santa Clara. And uh, the all-tournament team was Worthy, Sam Perkins, Jordan, Bill Duffy. And then in my sophomore year, this is my sophomore year, me and Michael went head up. And uh, I was doing Michael at first. People don't believe me half of the time. But like this shot, I blocked this shot. But he, uh, in the second half, he got hot and yeah. <laughs> or being Michael. And then not right. only that. Every time I went to the basket, Michael started pushing up on me, make me go to the basket, and then Sam Perkins was behind him, and another guy named Brad Doherty. You got remember uh-huh. him? number yeah, one sure. pick. Exactly the pick, So it got real difficult for me at that point. It's like they went in the locker room, and Dean Smith told him not to let me score no more baskets, and it was difficult.
1: <laughs> yeah, but this but, picture know, he, is a he, classic. He, you need to have a yeah. copy of this picture on your wall, right? Because yeah, I got Michael
2: Jordan here. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, you know, when the picture happened, it wasn't a big I mean, Michael was one of the best players in the country, but he wasn't the greatest player of all time. So by the time I saw it in the newspaper the next morning, I didn't I didn't even really say that I was kind of mad because I, before the game, I was thinking about playing against him. And I said, OK, if I do Michael Jordan, then for sure I, I can go pro and, and everybody will know and Dick Vitale will talk about me and all of this <laughs> In the second half, it just didn't work out, so I didn't really think about keeping the picture. And then when Michael started doing all these things, a lot of times I thought about saying, man, I wish I had that picture. I was blocking Mike's shot. I didn't even tell nobody because I didn't think anybody would believe me. But last year when Christian Keeling was playing at North Carolina, somebody sent this to his Instagram, and then he sent it to me, and that's the first time I saw the picture was last year. I was happy that he's found it. Somehow, that's right. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, this yeah. is Michael
0: Jordan still wearing Converse at the time, so I guess that was the point. <laughs> 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 And we were wearing new
2: ballots at the time. Yeah. The same shoes, James yeah. Worthy used to wear in the, in the NBA figures. Yeah. Nah, yeah. I had a
1: pair of those. I had a pair the of word right. the Express. The word the Express. No, right? I, I, just,
0: just to let you guys know, this is about what, what is this 1982, 1983? Nike yeah. wasn't a big brand at the time, Adidas yeah, was, was the big brand at the that's time. Right.
1: <laughs> I mean, a converse, yeah.
3: But, uh, you know, look at the photo, you already had that uh, tongue sticking out. Right?
2: Already, right, yeah. 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 No, <laughs> okay. Who knew that he was going to be the guy that he turned out to be?
1: That's right. That's right.
2: Because that in college, he was the best player, but he wasn't, it wasn't an enormous difference between him and everybody else. Uh They said the only person in the world who could stop Michael from scoring 20 points was Dean Smith. Dean Smith,
1: yeah. That's right. (laughs) That's right. That's what they said. When you put him on the bench, that's it, right?
2: Right. Hey, that's also how I met Sam Perkins. You know, we played against them twice, and then when we ended up playing with the Mavericks, we talked about playing them, and, you know, he Uh bragged all the time about us. (laughs) Big smooth. yeah. Big smooth, Big smooth yeah. What's yeah. the next What's the
1: next photo? Let's see. Let's move on. In the, here you go. That's Terry Porter, your fellow draft mate in 85. Yeah,
2: me and Terry Porter, we played together in the Aloha Classic. Me, him, and Deadlift were uh, all tournament, and then we were rookies together. That's our rookie year, obviously, and uh, it was good playing against Terry. He had a fantastic career, and uh, it's kind of interesting because me and Terry was about the same when we was in college, and then his career went one way and mine. Went to the Philippines. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not too bad, man. That's not too yeah.
2: bad. I'm
0: just, just I mean, surprised. You, you Got a picture life. of Terry Porter with hair.
2: I'm yeah, with that man, that yeah, right.
1: yeah so.
3: actually.
2: And then he was. was here and he roommate. was. So I'm amazing. really proud of Terry. He's a very nice guy, and, and uh, we yeah, were yeah. roommates when we played in in uh, in the Aloha Classic. We were in Hawaii together, and we were both uh, dating uh high school sweethearts at the time, and. But anyway, my, my high school sweetheart, her name was Marilyn. He ended up marrying his high school sweetheart. And then I got married later on to a lady in Venezuela named Anna Lynn. Then after that, I got married to a lady named Michelle and, and another lady named Karen. I guess that's all my whole <laughs> career as far as my girl. <laughs> so, anyway. I'm <So> <laughs> didn't talk up about
4: from
1: there. the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't here long enough. You weren't here long enough.
2: Yeah, man. it takes a little longer than uh, one season, I guess. <laughs> yeah, what's
3: the
1: next? Yeah, this guy, Wisconsin Stevens Point. Yeah, right? yeah.
2: yeah, Wisconsin Stevens yeah. Point. Great career. Yep. No.
1: Hey, you were, you, you, were, you were, uh Harold. You wore twenty four in at Santa Clara, and then you wore forty three in Dallas. Any significance on those numbers, or were just the numbers given to you? That's why you wore them
2: man we came in there the fresh the rookies for the mavericks and they put the jerseys on the on us and we played in the in the rookie camp and then we played in the veteran camp and we played in those tournaments so i wore that jersey right there in the, in the uh, preseason in the veteran camp so i ended up wearing it again when i, okay. when I
1: played with so no mavericks. no no special reason for that okay no no
2: special reason hey i was 24 in college but you know when i got to the the Mavericks, Mark Aguirre was Mark Aguirre, that that didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Okay.
1: Yeah, what's next That's on it. the on what's the, the gallery? Here's the one against the Lakers.
2: Yes, this is when you I got told them. him. That Eric Harper called a players-only meeting, and we played them, and we beat them, and it was on the front page, not the front page of the sports. That was on the front page of the whole paper. So me and Derek walking off, and we won, and Magic is walking out. I'm probably thinking about trying to kick our butt the next game, but. We got him on that night, and that felt kind of good. You know, my whole family watched it on TV, and they saw us, and I was pretty excited.
1: And you got Baby B on the left. That's Byron Scott.
2: Yes. Away
1: also. He's married yeah, to a right? Filipina, by the way, uh,
2: Harold. He what?
1: Byron Scott's married to a Filipina.
2: Wow. Oh, yeah, I met his wife at the uh, All-Star weekend.
1: Yeah, that's why he was here two years ago. He came over during one of the games. Right. I had a picture with him at halftime, so I was thrilled yeah.
2: because yeah. Lakers. Yeah, you know. I remember when we first played them in this series, and I saw his car parked out in front of the uh, the gym at the forum. It said the number four B Scott, and it was a uh, four fifty SL with no with a no top. Wow! Wow! I was like, wow! This is what the NBA is all about, right here.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> you could have you could have pissed Scott. on his wheel or something like that, like we do in the Philippines.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Philippines, you know, we we could ride to the game in the jitney. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Everybody has to ride all the imports need to ride the yeah. Jeepney, right?
2: Yeah, everybody yeah. gotta ride a Jeepney at least once in their life. And, it, and it was right. a, we was on the Jeepney and was like raining. The water was up to the, the front stair, and I, I I didn't know what how to get off and get without getting wet. everybody got <laughs> wet, it was raining so hard. Yeah, well, you also <laughs> gotta <laughs> eat a Jollibee, right? <laughs> a Jollibee.
1: I'm sure you had Jolly Yeah, did you ever sure. did they did they feed you the balut when you were over here? Yeah, that's you that's the rites Balut? of passage. What is the blue? It's the egg. The egg it's with the chicken inside.
2: Oh yeah, I I I declined to go the ahead duckling. and eat on that. One. <laughs> <laughs> I remember eating at the hotel in the Gatsby Village. Though every day we come home, me and Michael would drink Tang like the whole pitcher. Tang. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, there's different flavors of Tang now. It's not just orange. Yeah, 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 yeah I'm yeah. sure. So every day
2: you know. when we walk in the hotel, it, it, they they would play. We would drink the Tang. And it was a song. Uh, "You Are Everything to Me." They played that song every day in the Philippines over there on, uh, <laughs> on in the hotel.
1: Okay, what's next on the on the photo? There you, oh, go. Here oh, here you go. go. There, look at you. You and you and, and Michael Young, and Jones? Dale. Okay, Capone is okay. right
2: there. Yeah. And the in the middle is me, obviously. And the picture on the left with me and Michael Young, the, the yeah. guy behind us is Francois Wise.
1: <laughs> right, right.
2: <laughs> picture of when I saw That's that, fun. I was like, wow, Francois the man out here. So, yeah. Alan
1: Dale was a very popular brand
2: block away before. from him. Then I go over on the other side of the globe on the other side of the world and see a big old picture of him. I was like, wow, just the a man. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, you Adonis is still active in the PBA right now. He's an assistant coach in one of the teams. He doesn't right. look anything like this right now. Please tell Adonis I said hello.
1: We will, we will. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we'll, this we'll looks like his
0: grandson. That. <laughs> that's, then, that's what his honest looks like now. Yeah, yeah, we notice here.
1: Guy. We notice here all of a sudden you're number one. Did you choose number yeah, one? I did. You did. Okay.
2: They asked me what number. I said, let's go with number one.
1: All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah look at that. Look at that. It's Michael Young. My guy. Look at that body he had on, yeah. man. He was such a big, strong guy. Yeah, you know, he was there.
2: left-handed. He could shoot NBA three-point shot. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah,
1: it was damn good, Michael Young. He was the best import yeah. during that. But you led the league in steals and assists in that tournament, yeah. uh, right? That, that you were here.
2: That's absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. I think Michael averaged like fifty points or something. I think I averaged uh-huh. thirty-five.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yours. So you you were yeah. up to thirty-five. That's right. Yeah. So like and
2: I said, sometimes we both score fifty. And,
1: yeah, that was yeah, game yeah, one the of the finals. Mm-hmm. Right. But we need yeah, to talk I, about I that finals though. Right?
3: What's mm-hmm. that, it. Go, go ahead. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I just remember when Michael Young was named the best import, of course, the Hinebra fans were really furious. Yeah, they wanted like Billy Ray Bates, Bates to get it. Right. I thought Michael
2: Young was the best player in the country.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: He probably was at that, that, that conference. Yeah. Probably was. Yeah. During that time.
3: Yeah. Because uh, Billy Ray was still awesome, but. He wasn't as uh, dominating as he was when he first came. Yeah, game. And Michael
0: Hackett scored 103 points in one yeah. game. Yeah, so oh i some of his thunder. Right? That dude was <laughs> strong. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Michael Hackett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's a strong guy, man. And and, and uh, yeah, people loved him. 103 points. Come on, no three pointers right. there.
0: Wow. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he was
0: he was padding his rebounds in that game. He had like what 30 rebounds in that game. He was padding. He was missing. Probably. He was he was no. He was. Doing
1: he was missing on yeah. purpose, like Moses Malone. He was missing was on purpose.
0: <laughs> they had 103 yeah. points and like like yeah, 30 yeah. rebounds. That's incredible. <laughs> 45 yeah. rebounds, Noel. Yeah, yeah, 45. Oh, 45 rebounds. Thank you very much. Uh, same 45, same 45 rebounds.
1: 103. 100 that 100 line was 103. Even, <laughs> even if that series against Hinebra, the final series against Hinebra was was uh, just you know was it went it didn't go the distance. It was it was uh, game six. Four one, right? Four one. Yeah. Yeah, but ones. that was quite a series because you were in it in all the games, Harold. Even the game, the four games that you lost, you were either leading or really close, and then Hinebra pulled it out at the end. Uh, they right. they beat you on the last last second dunk in game number one. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, the last second Billy dunk, right Billy Bait. Ray Bates. That's right. That yeah. must have hurt. That must have hurt. I mean, that did you know, hurt. You played well. Was, you were yeah, up by yeah, twenty I think earlier 50, in the I game. Think. Yeah. Yes, yes. You both scored fifty. That's kind of
2: crazy. You both both you scored fifty and you lose.
0: Yeah,
3: that's, that's
1: a tough think that's At the last second, that probably hurts even that's, more. A, that's right? a buzzer,
2: yes.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> well,
2: that, that exactly. was an interesting series because, you know, we, after playing the whole season, we kind of knew that we were going to end up playing against them in the final. Mm-hmm. And You're then, the two best teams. It was kind of yeah. difficult yeah. because yeah. Billy Ray and, and Michael were both uh, amazing players. And it was, we had to, Billy Ray was scoring a lot of points, so we had to make a decision whether I was going to guard him or if we allow one of the Filipino guys to guard him and then he would score a lot of points. But when the one game that I did guard him, then I ended up getting in foul trouble. So we said, yeah, we can't do that anymore because then we're hurt on the offensive end. So it, it put us in a dilemma. Billy Ray had played in the NBA several years and I felt comfortable guarding him, but with so many possessions in the Philippines and him going to the basket every time, the whistles were blowing kind of quick and it, it would, it wouldn't be a good situation. Now, I fouled out <laughs> of left Michael out there by himself. So. Uh, uh, and,
1: and you know how it is over here. My, I mean, we talked about your 35 points a game, your two-point-something steals, your 7.5 assists. But the great stat about in your stat line is
2: 46.4
1: minutes per game.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was in shape yeah, pretty so much. So you were basically
1: in the game the entire time.
2: Exactly. And I, I was that's running the point. That's the, how point the imports now. are here. You
1: played the whole damn game.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I'm, this was before this was before the advent of Gatorade. So, how did you stay hydrated <laughs>
2: through, through, the, through the entire you way? Know, I tried to run a fast break every play so we wouldn't have to run no offense. We just tried to run a fast break <laughs> and, and score before the other team got down there, and we just ran the whole time and hoped that they would get tired before us, and most of the teams did.
0: Yeah, well, you and did so have I, an object job in
2: Score a basket before Jaworski came and tried to bust me in my head because you know he always <laughs> trying to follow me. <laughs>
1: Next photo, please. So, Let's see the yeah, next, next photo. There's the shoes. If you yeah, the Grosby
2: up, shoes. They uh, have my name on it. I was pretty excited about having my name in my own shoes. It was... Uh, I felt like I was important. <laughs> That's
1: right. <laughs> yeah, if you, if, you, if you can zoom that in. I don't know if we can, but it actually says Harold Keeling right near the strap over
2: there. So, yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, no, no, near the logo. Near the logo. It says Harold Keeling. So it's the Grosby Harold Keelings.
2: You know, I... I Nobody in the United States knew about those shoes, so I brought those shoes back to the United States and wore them to the gym, and I thought people were going to laugh at me. About five guys in the gym asked me, hey, get me a pair. I was like, man, those in the <laughs> I, can't, I can't get you no fair of these." Yeah. There, you, there go. you go.
1: There you see Harold Keeling by the logo. Yeah. Yep. Down down, straight, straight down by the logo.
2: And Across I was the great I was super excited to have my name on a pair of tennis shoes. I How, felt
0: yeah, do you still How have right these I shoes?
2: Man.
0: <laughs> do you still have these shoes to this day? This,
1: this must have some No, value I don't now. have
2: them anymore. Actually, I had okay. given them to my, uh, my stepdad. He had the last pair. But,
1: but were, right. they, were they comfortable, though, during the games?
2: They were comfortable. I had a good okay, time okay. to play with them. That's the important thing. They okay. had the strap around my ankles that, that gave me some support, too.
1: Because this this no longer
2: exists. There's yeah, no yeah
0: exactly. But this could go four figures on eBay, really.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> These are game-ward Grosbys. Yeah. That's right. That's of course, the first right,
3: import right. to have his own uh, signature Grosby shoes is Billy Ray Bates. Yeah, sure. that's, that's, that's right. A thing. Okay. The Black yeah. Superman.
1: Uh, yeah, the Black Superman, Black, yeah, the Black yeah. Superman line. <laughs> that's right. Hey, hey, Harold, you need to tell us about the, the opponent. I mean, we talked about Hackett and Bates already, but Hinebra as a team. What do you remember? I mean, I know they were, they were ultra-physical. You were, you mentioned Chito Loisaga before we went on the air. Tell right. us about what you remember about Chito and and, and the way their style no, of we, play. We have a photo, actually. Of,
2: yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I was, yeah, I mean, the the he, I, there was one photo I was, like, yelling in his face, and, and he... He didn't back down he just kept hitting me and following me and pushing me and and then jaworski was fouling and hit me i mean they did everything they could to take me out of my game i stayed focused and they was trying to make sure i didn't score 50 every game but i, I did the best i could we just didn't uh we ended up not winning that series they uh they got us at the end but they had a tough team and they had some quality players and they they were kind of deep and the both of the americans were good players and it uh-huh. was a it was a tough series for us to win.
0: Did you know so Jaworski uh, gave you a karate chop too, right? George, he, he gave me you several of them.
2: them, and I I don't know. <laughs> I, I think he thought that was legal, but the rest, of, <laughs> like the rest, was his cousin or something. They didn't they didn't call a whole lot of fouls on him.
1: <laughs> that's and he
2: had to be he had to be like forty years old or something. No, I was going to say was, he was, was forty years old. He was forty. He was he forty. He was. 40 he scored, when I
1: was He scored twenty eight <laughs> points. He scored twenty-eight points in Game Two with six three-pointers. Yeah, and he played when he played in the Game Four to double overtime game. He played the entire game. The only guys who played the entire game were the four imports and the forty-year-old Sandy Jaworski.
0: Wow, yeah, yeah. that's amazing. And he just turned—he just yeah. turned
1: seventy-five uh, last Monday. He
2: probably—he probably can play at least about five minutes right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what a surprise! Do you know yeah. that he played uh, until nineteen ninety-eight? Oh man, he played. He coached yeah, he his own son. Something. He coached his own son. His son became his. He drafted
2: his own son. Ninety-eight. So he had to be like fifty-four or something, right? Yeah, he was fifty-two. 52 I think. At I the
1: think. Time. 52. Oh man, yeah,
2: fifty-two.
0: That's awesome. Crazy. He's right? in the Guinness Book of World Records as the oldest uh, professional player. <laughs> I would say that. Is he? I think he's let's, in the Guinness Book. Yeah. Let's Coach Tito.
1: Okay. Coach Tito Eduque.
2: I'm resting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Tito, yeah, what are
1: you? Yeah, what are your impressions about him? The man in white,
2: remember? He man in white. Yeah, he was always in white. He, he looked like he was the ice cream man. You know, in, <laughs> in the the ice cream man, we all white. We used to go eat dinner sometime at a nice restaurant. He was a nice guy. We sat and talked sometimes. He was a businessman.
3: Yeah. What about his coaching? How was he as a coach?
2: I really liked the, the fact that he just let me do whatever I wanted to do. So we'd, we'd set up the plays and run the fast break, and, and I'd tell people where to go and throw the ball to whoever's hot and let them make baskets. We had, Our offense was high-powered. We probably led the league in, in scoring in on offense. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, that, that's Not, very believable. Just, just we had this picture, it, it sort
0: of brings back memories of how intense the look of Michael Young was whenever right. he'd be playing on the floor. I mean, he was like was a killer as well. Okay. Yeah, as well. Hey, Harold we, was we, more like you knew he was going to pass first before he was going to shoot. Michael was just going to shoot, right? <laughs> yeah. So you know Harold was going to hey. pass the ball
2: at some point. Michael yeah, wasn't. You, you know, Michael, you, you, you when you give it to Michael, you know you're not getting it back, right? It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> go for the
1: rebound. You got to go for the rebound in case it misses.
2: Exactly.
1: Yeah, but look but at this you. Guy, Look at that young kid number one there, man. That's a young kid there. Yeah, man. <laughs>
2: I'm sitting here looking at that. It's bringing back a lot of memories. That's crazy. Yeah, old days. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm sure you ate at uh, the restaurant of, of Tito Educa. Is,
2: uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. We yeah, ate
0: there yeah. several times.
1: Kamayan and all of that. Kamayan, Kamayan there yeah, you go, Kamayan. Yeah,
0: Kamayan restaurant. It's still that around, Kamayan's still around. still around. The Kamayan's still around.
1: All right. OK, what, what's next yeah. on the on the album? I know there's a bunch. There you are, oh, action. That's yeah. against Tanduay. That's Rob Williams on your left,
2: right, your left mm-hmm. side. And then oh, the other one. Dexter uh, Rob passed yeah. away after we came yeah. back from the Philippines. Rob came over to my house and spent the night, and before he yeah. went back to Houston.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
2: Rob, was, yeah. Rob had a, a business over there. He was selling some uh, shoes, and he got them uh, imported from from Philippines and would sell them in Houston. Oh, wow. Really? Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He must have was a killer.
0: A few years. Yeah, because the the Philippines makes really good shoes. Yeah. That's
1: that's just so crazy that Rob never got to come back. You never got to come back to the Philippines Mm -hmm. after that that great 1986 season.
2: Right. I wanted to come back too, but then, you know, sometimes they only had one American, and then they had only one American 6'6". And then after that, I started playing in in, uh, Israel for 10 months at a time and France for nine or 10 months. So the, the Philippines only matched up really with Venezuela because Venezuela was January until... Uh, June or July, and the Philippine mm. session I went to was like August till Christmas, yeah. like that. right.
0: More the locals, uh, here that you went up against the PBA, here's a picture with you, uh, against Mon Fernandez. You remember anybody no, who really gave you a tough time?
1: I think uh, that's one on the left.
2: He Ramon always was guarding, uh, uh Abigadab, and they, they, they body structure was kind of the same, mm. and then mm. uh, I remember Ricky Brown. You know, he played at Pepperdine University. I played at Santa right. Clara. So those two yeah. teams were in the same conference. And then yeah. I remember Sam Boy Lim. He used to dunk. Right. <laughs> he could jump really high. And I was, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I saw any more Filipino guys dunk. He was, I, I think after yeah, they, that, they, Sean, told, Sean Chambers told me he was in the dunk contest against Sean. Yeah, <laughs> he, they, they,
1: they called Sam Boy Lim the Skywalker.
2: Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. I
1: think Sam, Sam
2: Boy Lim. Did he play in the United States, I think?
0: Nah, he, oh, nice. did he did not even have a tryout yeah uh so yeah Samboy had a had a stroke a, a few years back and he's he's in a wheelchair now oh, so okay. yeah, but he's, yeah, uh, yeah 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 wow. so he's uh yeah he's but, but he's still one of the greatest players we what we had here so you right. don't remember anybody like giving you like uh the business of uh this is how we play in the philippines welcome to my elbow stuff like that here's my knee
2: No No way. That team, all of those guys was on Billy Ray Bates' team. Jaworski, Lozaga. Lozaga had a brother. One time down, Chito hit me. The next time down, Joey hit me. They was brothers. They took turns. Yeah. Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah. 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 They were just doing what they needed to do, right?
2: Yeah, I was happy when we beat them sometime,
1: though. That's crazy.
0: And, And Billy Ray Bates and Michael Hackett never touched you. Because they were, they they were for they them. They were trying not we to get
2: fouls. You know, Michael, he make sure he get his points, and Billy Ray yeah. too. So they didn't guard me. They they guarded uh, somebody who they didn't have to do a lot of work against.
1: Did yeah. you have any idea, Harold, that uh, Manila Beer was about to fold up?
2: I didn't and know nothing, nothing about it, but a couple years later, they told me that Manila Beer didn't exist anymore.
1: Yeah, that was actually the, their last conference. With the year, mm-hmm. the the, the wow. year that you played that tournament, yeah. you played. Yeah. Next season came in eighty seven. They weren't there anymore. Right, that was the last team of Manila Beer. Yeah. Hey, yeah.
2: I, you know, I, I know he's not. uh He wasn't born in in Philippines, but I always remember uh, people talking about Norman Black and he married Miss Filipina and stayed there. And, and uh-huh. he he's, had, still he yeah. he's still, yeah, still here. Cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's still coaching the PBA now.
2: He's still coaching. Yeah, he made a living. He over made there. the
1: finals. He made the finals a couple of times past few seasons.
2: For, yeah. for one of the he, teams, played, uh, he played for a team called uh, Alaska Milk.
1: That's right. Mm-hmm. When you were there, yeah. but he he.
2: Donny Ray Coons played for them
1: too. They yeah. played together. Yes, yes they, were, yes, they, they did. were. They were yes, together. Did. But then they, they replaced when you were here. They replaced Donnie Ray because he was injured. So they brought in Keith Morrison.
3: Morrison, Keith yes. Morrison. So he, yeah,
1: that, that
3: conference is actually pretty loaded in terms of you know the American yeah. reinforcements. Right. The on the right. There's Dexter Shouse with uh, with Shell, and then you guys, the Hinebra guys, Stan had Rob Williams. Rob, right. you're right. Uh, Andy Thompson. Every game, was,
2: Sid. Every game was a tough game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, playing against Rob Williams, then playing against Dexter Shouse. And then later on, Alvin, Alvin Franklin, you, you played against Alvin, Alvin yeah. Franklin, Alvin Franklin, hey, came Eric over. Turner. You remember Eric Turner? Yeah, Eric Turner. Yeah. He
1: was replaced by, by Alvin Franklin, right? Yeah.
3: yeah, he was replaced by Alvin Franklin. And then uh, um, Jackson was he, their big guy. Lewis Jackson. Crazy. Yeah, that's the name. Hey, yeah, You heard. remember
2: Fred Reynolds was there?
3: Fred Reynolds. Uh-huh.
1: Fred, he's with Dexter Shouse. Yeah, he was, yes. he and was, he, he and was and replaced by very Young.
2: Yeah, because mean, Brown was there. Mm-hmm. Who was that? Johnny Brown.
1: Johnny Brown for great things, yeah. but he was replaced. He was yeah. replaced yeah. by Lou Jackson, and
2: mm-hmm. then
1: you had uh, what you call this Rufus Harris and uh, right. and uh, Don Collins for for Magnolia. Then Don yeah, Collins Aaron was Collins, replaced by, by Jim, Banks. Mm-hmm. Right. Jim Banks.
3: yeah,
1: Jim Banks yeah, replaced that, Don. That Collins. was a pretty good conference, and there were only six teams, uh, six
3: yeah. or seven teams, or six teams, six, six, six teams. teams, six teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but great, you know,
1: great, good imports, was, good competition. Right. It was, it was a, a game. every
3: game was a battle,
1: you know. Yeah. Every game was a battle. Yeah, and the old and was, was rocking. Right. And, and this was also
0: after the the there was a change in in power in the Philippines too. So it's like the new Philippines at the time uh after the this EDSA revolution, I don't know if you ever heard about that, the EDSA revolution that toppled the former regime and came in. So everybody was like, you know, the, it, everything was uh, was uh, the new Philippines. So you guys came in It was like the new breed of basketball Astronomy as well. Was, yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, hey, we face-to-face right here, and I'm yelling at him. This is in the middle of the game. Somebody was dribbling the ball down court right past us. He's following was- me and grabbing me and, and trying to pull my trunks down and, and just anything to distract me.
1: I'll t- tell you a story about him, Harold. Uh, man, so a few years later, he was on the Philippine national team to the Asian Games. He guarded yeah. a Korean guy who was seven foot eight. Wow. He was the one guarding, Cheeto. Kept him out he of the paint.
2: I yeah, believe the guy, me, the uh, guy
1: was so frustrated, he fouled out.
2: And <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 he was strong, too. Yeah. yeah. He used to bang quite a bit, and he was fearless.
1: There was a question on the on the here in our Facebook feed earlier. One of the guys was asking. There were times you and Chito Loisago would be whispering things to each other. What were you telling him? Is what the question was. What no, would you say not? to Chito? He,
2: he said, "You you can get up to me, but you know you can't hit me because if if you get kicked out the game, they they're gonna send you home." <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I'm already at home. I can't get kicked out.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was right though. He was right though. So yeah, yeah he, he the was they cool. a
2: lot of Americans home sometime if they didn't have good performance.
1: No, but you we oh. you we have to admire your composure. You kept your cool despite all that physicality that they were doing.
0: And they yeah. show in this picture on the right though.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah right. right here.
2: Yeah, he looked like he about to get dunked on on that one. I, don't, I, wonder
1: what, I wonder what Sonny Jaworski did to you on this drive, on, on the left, though. for hey, One time he went
2: under me and I flipped over him and fell down. And I never tried to dunk on him ever again. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> he sent yeah. you a message. I, I, I'm, I'm surprised they didn't kick him out the game or something, but I guess the ref was used to him doing that to everybody else. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. But that you know, was always his style. style. Yeah, you notice he's not looking at the ball. He's looking somewhere in your torso where he's (laughs) going to hit you. (laughs) He's not thinking about going up by the rim. He's just going to hit my leg.
3: He wasn't wasn't going for the ball.
0: Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Yes, I'm going to hit him right in the solar plexus right here. No one's going to see it too.
1: (laughs) Great, great. Okay, what's what's next? At least we see some of the action shots. That's nice. There you are. This is
0: after
2: the Philippines.
1: That's got to be in Venezuela already probably? Venezuela,
2: yeah. That team was really good. We – uh. I ended up marrying a lady from Venezuela named Anna Lynn Keeling and she uh, we were married for 19 years and my three kids were born over there. So all three of my kids were born in Venezuela and we had a good time out there. I played out there in 87. I stopped playing there in 2004 and we won five championships and I I played on. We would have won. We would have won at least three more championships but the world games and the, the South American championships, we had to go right before the playoffs start. Two of those years, I was on teams with Steven Jackson. You know, he played for the yeah, NBA, in yeah. Charlotte. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And we we had another guy named Junior Burrow. He played at, uh, he was a very good player too. He played in the NBA with the Celtics. And and we have another guy, Omar Walcott. And he was born in Venezuela and he had Venezuelan citizenship. So when I got Venezuelan citizenship, we had five Americans on the team because it was three uh, three Americans, and we just ran the whole league.
1: The year <laughs> I came
2: this year right here, I replaced uh, Anthony Mason was playing there. Mm-hmm. So was the late Anthony player. Mason. Yeah. We went on to win the championship, so it was pretty – I yeah. had a good time playing in Venezuela. You, you was, the
0: atmosphere, was the atmosphere in Venezuela anything like the Philippines?
2: The fans were very similar. They sounded mm-hmm. different, but – that the way they screamed and every game was sold out and people standing up and that that was a very warm atmosphere to play in and and i i really enjoyed there after i was playing in france for four years i went to play in venezuela when i was playing in france in Lyon, france we won the championship then i went to play last two months in venezuela in the summer we won a championship then i came back to france but i knew i was gonna go to venezuela after that I went to Venezuela. When my citizenship came, I never played anywhere else except Venezuela.
1: Did you? Did you learn the language
2: in Venezuela? Yes, actually, I'm. I'm I have been teaching Spanish for wow. sixteen years now. Wow, that's and great. Right wow. now, oh, the pandemic, I'm, I'm not teaching right now. But uh, the the kids I, I taught up to eighth grade, and I've been te- teaching oh, several wow. years in two different schools, one day a week each school.
3: Yeah. So if you, you stayed in the Philippines. The, uh, Played for the national yeah. team, right, of, of Venezuela? Yeah, yeah. The yeah, so I played team.
2: on the national team for uh, uh three or four years, and we ended up playing in the Olympic qualifier, but mm-hmm. we played, we lost to Steve Nash in Canada, and he was on the team with uh Roland Barrett, he, he, who played, his son is RJ Barrett for uh, Knicks, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then we lost to a uh, 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 team from Brazil. They had mm-hmm. Nene Hilario, yeah, yeah, And yeah, uh, yeah, Anderson, Viraggio. Yeah. Viragio, yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, And then we lost to uh Puerto Rico. They had Piccolino Ortiz. Yeah. yeah, true. They yeah, had a yeah, good yeah. team. So, exactly. Carlos Arroyo.
0: Carlos Arroyo. Carlos that Arroyo,
2: that's right. Yeah. So yeah. They, those were the teams that ended up going to – in Argentina. Argentina was good. Probably, they oh, uh, guys right? right. went to the NBA after that with Ginobili. And Scola. no
0: and,
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah That's so. a whole
1: bunch of guys. So Scola, Walter,
2: Hermann, yeah, they're all there.
1: Okay, they're so the there.
2: Venezuelan team made made the Olympics, the the, uh, the previous Olympics, mm-hmm. but it was six teams from the Americas. And this year when I played for the Olympic uh Venezuela Olympic team, there was only four teams. So we took fifth. So we didn't oh. get to go in the mm-hmm. Olympics. But we played yeah. the dream team and, and You know, the guards that were on that team were Tim Hardaway, Jason Kidd, and Gary Payton. And I knew all of those guys because they, uh, Tim Hardaway played for the Warriors. And I was, he played in Pro-Am with us. And Jason Kidd and Gary Payton grew up in Oakland. That's right. That's right. Across the bridge from San Francisco. So it was kind of cool playing against them. You know, I used to go to Gary's uh, birthday party. He had it on the the boat at Pier 39. and Wow. And and Jason Mm -hmm. Kidd, I watched him play in the Tournament of Champions at Oakland Coliseum all the time. And. They all played on the same pro-am team with Brian Shaw. And uh, yeah. that's, our, that's our city ball group right there. And all, all those that guys, bad. they uh, that's that's uh, played at Kezar and John Greenberg, Oakland and Jim. And we had a good time playing over there. I was proud of those guys for playing on the dream team. That's,
1: that's crazy, right? You got to play with Magic Johnson back then. And then, so then you get to play with guys like mm-hmm. Varajau and Barbosa. So those are generations of NBA players. And, and you're able right. to, to, span, to span both of those generations.
2: Exactly. Going. Now, when yeah, I played, I was in the World Games and everybody was there. Yao Ming and uh, Hidu, uh-huh. Turkoglu, it was in Indiana. Uh-huh.
4: Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, remember,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I remember was, that. Amazing. That's when the U.S. didn't win.
2: Yeah, Argentina was good. Yeah. Hey, but the best player in the whole tournament was Dirk. Dirk was killing everybody. It didn't, yeah. it didn't matter you double team. Yeah, I mean, right, right, yeah. Dirk was just going off.
0: Yeah. Well, Spain was pretty good that year too, right?
1: Dirk yeah, yeah, yeah. was awesome that year. Serbia was yeah. also
3: good uh, with the Divac
1: and the uh, Stojakovic. Right. Did you yeah. continue? Did you continue playing point guard when you went to France and Venezuela? You were a point guard, or were you playing more I of a played two? point
2: guard? I did. Okay, fine. So, so you, you
1: made that shift I already? You became I a pure guard.
2: The national team in Venezuela, and then France. I played the point guard. We had we had a couple good teams. One year we won the championship in Lyon, and uh, that was mm-hmm. a special team. Did you okay, play against any
0: game? any future NBA players when you were playing in France as well? I mean, Tony Parker's yeah. Uh, one, of, yeah. One,
2: of, one of the guys on my team, his name was uh, Stephen Richeche. He oh wait, he wasn't an NBA player, but he played in, against the Dream Team and all, he played really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Another guy, his name was uh, he played for Sacramento. Oh shucks, I forgot his name. Francis Petrus? Petrus? No, Jean John. Uh, I'm not gonna remember it.
0: Yeah, okay, because <laughs> you know, Petrus was probably uh, was playing in France at the time you were
2: playing was, But Yeah, but he was younger than me. I think he was on the uh, mm. young team when I was playing out there. Mm-hmm. I'm, okay. a, I'm several years older than he is.
1: Next mm-hmm. photo, please. Let's see what's uh, where this takes us. Yeah, and this is yeah, great the, because this you're is on the family
2: <laughs> Yeah,
1: I wanted to ask about this, yeah.
2: You guys know this show? You watch this show? I watch.
0: Right. I, I'm a big do. Steve do. Harvey fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steve I began watching is that
2: with
1: uh, who was the original host? Um, Richard, Richard, Dawson. Richard Dawson. Richard Dawson. Yeah, Richard yeah. Dawson
2: was kissing all the girls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait, that's
1: what that's what Noel does too. <laughs>
2: no, well, not really. Hey, Noel, you the man. you the man, Noel. No no, 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 don't let
0: the beard fool you. He's not. He's not telling the truth.
2: <laughs> that's hey, that's so, awesome the love oh, right this? there. She, was, yeah. she got out there and started dancing. It was on YouTube and got like 4 million hits. She got out there and started dancing with Steve. Well, I was like, oh, my goodness. How would you end <laughs> up
1: on Family Feud, Harold?
2: That, the lady next to me on my left, her name is Michelle. That was, me and Michelle was married until last year. We were not married for nine years. She called and set us up and put us, got us <laughs> on the show. And uh, we had to win a couple games before we got on. And we finally got on. And it was amazing. You that was right. Day. And that's my you sister. Right my sister Jamila is—you uh, can see him behind Steve—and then my son is on my mom's right. His name is Anthony Harold Keeling. And you're not him in this picture, but we had a fantastic time.
0: Right? Did you do Fast Money? Were you in Fast
2: Money? No, we lost on the last word. Oh, and come on! They cheated us, man. They, uh, <laughs> they cheated us. I love yeah, that. Yeah, Charlie. The, the question was, uh, "What do you have to put up with when your, your spouse is sleeping?" And and the answer was you had to put up with his snoring or something. I was like, oh my goodness, that's not really a good answer. So I got all <laughs> oh, my answers right. You know, I watch that show. I like playing it. So I would I would have yeah, guessed fun. that. That's funny.
1: He's crazy because Steve Harvey's crazy. Yeah,
2: he, he was yeah. making jokes about all of us, yeah. man. Yeah. It was okay if he made jokes about me if I get that twenty thousand dollars though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no, that's picture had, had to be
2: but the
0: NBA guys were on, I mean, he had he had fast money with Shaquille O'Neal. And he tried to put his arm around Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah,
2: I, yeah, Shaqu- Shaquille. He ended up holding his butt. <laughs> <laughs> Barkley and Kevin Smith. I saw that show. Yeah, that was funny.
0: Yeah, but Steve
1: was, was on there. Man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was great. I'm sure that was quite an experience.
2: That was. Yeah. What's
1: next on the on the slide? Here you are, Game, Game of, of Thrones.
2: Thrones. What was yeah, this, about? Game of Thrones. This, this is at uh, Kevin Hart's birthday party. Oh, okay. NBA was sponsoring, and we uh, me and Dale Ellis went over there, and Kevin Hart was hanging with us. And I couldn't believe he was so short, but <laughs> <laughs> my God, he was making jokes all night. You know, NBA, uh, HBO paid for the whole party, There was a lot of stars there, but every uh all-star weekend, there's a lot of parties to go to, and we see a lot of people, a lot of the players and the big Sunday brunch is the biggest event of the whole time. and Dr. J and Magic and Michael Jordan. All, I mean, it's, all of the guys are there.
1: Harold, I need, I need to ask this. I mean, you're very active with the uh, retired players and all of that, the, yeah. the association and, and things like that. Is there any discrimination uh, at all that, that you only played one year? Like, you weren't one of the stars anyway. Do, do some of the stars... Uh, they, don't, they don't talk to you you know they They say Who, who's that No. Yet? everybody you know? talk
2: to everybody there's no discrimination in that part but it's discrimination as far as what the gifts you get for example oh okay. i only played one year in the nba so in one meeting i was in there arguing because the nba players deserve more a higher pension but i don't get the pension because you had to play three years so i'm in mm-hmm. there arguing for people to get more pension and i'm not going to be the one to benefit from it but it's part of my job and part of the, uh, why we had the yeah. meeting and, but you know, those other guys was in there, Earl Monroe and mm-hmm. Walt wow. and Rick Berry and Bam. Russell and all of those guys were in there, man, it was kind of cool. But uh, at the same time, I'd like also the other thing is the insurance. If you marry, I mean, if you play three years, you get insurance for the rest of your life. If you play six years, you get you and your wife for the rest of your life. If you play nine years, you get you, your wife and your kids for the rest of your life. And then wow. the pension is, uh, it's, you get paid for every year you play, you get like 800 bucks for every year you play per month. So if you play five years, you get $4,000 a month for the rest of your life. Not bad.
1: So, not bad at, that's
2: all. Not bad at not all. all. You can live off of that easy. I know uh-huh. you go to the Philippines, you a king over there with that, that money. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, <you're> right. <laughs> 4000 a month. True. That is yeah. True.
1: <laughs> yeah. Especially I mean, now. Some of You guys
2: play longer than that. So it, it works out pretty good. So yeah. Great. That's great.
1: Okay. What's next on the right, slide? Yeah, uh, these are some of the guys, Dale and yeah, Terry. Yeah, we,
2: we work together all the time. You know, that's Dale Ellis. He's the president of the Atlanta chapter, and that's Terry Cummins. He, he was a great mm-hmm. player in, in the NBA. That's, yeah, I still so remember funny. these guys with hair. Yeah. <laughs> when,
1: when, when you When you sent me this photo, uh, when I when I saw this photo, uh, Harold, I thought that was I did I didn't think that was Terry Cummins. I thought it was Terry Mills ah oh, remember remember terry mills yeah. from right. Michigan? Yeah, right yeah 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 that's Make what sure i thought was terry what okay that's that's the guy now okay
2: it's kind of cool working with guys that you've seen on tv and you know they were big time players and all of that man it's kind yeah. of cool being the cfo you know they i got to write the check so they got to come see me sooner or later <laughs> uh, yeah, i'm <laughs> sure that's I'm great part in charge of the money charlie you know what i mean
1: hey they say the guy who holds the money is he holds the power right
2: yeah yeah. right 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 Right. the guy with the gold makes the golden rules the guy with the gold make the rules that's right that's
1: right these two guys were great man now
0: i remember dale
2: ellis being this spectacular
0: shooter he lost to larry bird in 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 a three-point shootout once but dale ellis worked his entire life to become one of the leading three-point shooters in the nba but now everybody's on pace to beat Dale Ellis, who's playing in the NBA right now. Yeah, Talk yeah. about Steph Curry, Damian Lillard. I mean, these guys. Uh, what's your take on the NBA's evolution now? Uh, now that it's more like you're shooting from half court and it's okay
2: now. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't okay back when I played, but I, no hell, I, I really... I'm from San Francisco, and the yeah. Warriors went to the finals like five years in a row. That's and right, they man. had Steph and Clay, and then they got KD and that And, you know, I live out here in Atlanta now, and the game is at 730 in San Francisco, which is 1030 here, the second game on TNT or yeah. whatever, and I got the NBA League pass. and uh-huh. I get sleepy in the middle of the game, man, but I stay up to watch the Warriors. That team right there was something special to watch. Everybody that's,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's
4: right, That's and
2: I, right. And I remember Steve Everett
0: going on.
2: And then, you know, Houston didn't have no big guys. They just shoot threes all the time be yeah, right. under Dan Antonio, you know Dan Antonio now nah, he works with Steve Nash over in Brooklyn. So mm-hmm. now Garden wanted to go there because that was his coach, and Kyrie and KD. I, I think Brooklyn's going to win it all, y'all.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Well, remember, we'll see. I remember, Steve Nash actually. I'm not, not not Steve Nash, Steve Kerr going on record. You know, all these three point shooting is is destroying the league. That was when he was a GM. <laughs> <laughs> then he becomes the coach of of right. Golden State, and he 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 causes all of this. The shooting yeah. trend. So yeah, that's
1: ridiculous. Right? And then
2: Noel, and then they won more games than anybody in history. Right, that's right, right, right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: But that's okay, a special how many more group photos? Price. A
1: lot more photos. Yeah. What's next? What's next on the list? Right. It's great that you get to yeah. hang out. Hey, man. Just two the Dr. J. J. Yes. Dr. J. Yeah, J. It. I mean,
2: the guys are really friendly. It's no, it's no discrimination whatsoever. The guys are laid back, and we eat together, and we have the brunch together. And Dr. J has a camp here in Atlanta. And we, it's at the uh, the wow. Salvation Army, and his son plays in it.
0: The... Looks like we lost Harold for a bit.
2: Yep.
1: Everybody's still okay. Too. Yeah, we're yeah. alive.
0: Yeah. yeah. Let's see if this internet recovers. My internet's been a little spotty here today as well.
1: Yeah. but I'm sure he'll. I'm sure he'll be back. Yeah.
0: There there you you are. Are, you, are, hey, are you with us? Are you with us again, Harold?
2: Right oh, yeah. yeah. We lost you see for a few All seconds. Yeah, what are you saying
0: about Dr. J having a camp in Atlanta? Go ahead.
2: Yes, and his son comes down with his team from the Salvation Army and or the Boys Club, and they play against the team from here in Atlanta. And I, so I help him and we organize it and get it together. So Doc's a real cool guy.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Man, I must have been uh, three. How about magic? That? I mean,
0: you said you were in you you wanted to learn more about business. And Magic's probably the best businessman among the retired players. So what about magic?
2: I mean, I get to be around Magic, and he's a very nice guy. We've taken several pictures together, and his wife, Cookie, and uh, me and Michelle, when I was married to Michelle, we was uh, with them sometimes. But, I mean, we never really sat down and talked business. You don't get that much time <laughs> with them. So
4: it's yeah, kind yeah, of that he's, sure. uh,
2: he's so down-to-earth and polite and friendly uh, When at, at the brunch and the NBA All-Star weekend. So uh, seeing all of the guys that I grew up watching, that is absolutely amazing for me. I, I, that's one of my favorite weekends of the year every year. This year, the game isn't here in Atlanta, and there was no, no functions because of the coronavirus, which has changed a lot of people's lives. And,
3: and
2: yep, I hope yep. that end soon. I got my first vaccine last week, so right. I have to be back in a couple of weeks. That's and, good. Uh, I'm, I'm praying for all of the people who have lost family members and have lost jobs, and that the world will get back uh, to normal as soon as possible. Same, right. same. Yep.
3: Yeah. I just yes, want sir. to ask you, Harold, about the Hawks what do you think of 3 young? Speaking of uh, three-point shooting. There's
2: another guy who
0: shoots from half
3: court.
2: Hey, you know, we did a couple uh, – the retired players did a couple events with the, the Hawks, and he uh, – I think he's amazing. He had a great year last year. He played in an All-Star game. And this year, uh, two guys couldn't play, Ben Simmons and Joel
0: Embiid. And mm-hmm. Joel Embiid, so me,
2: yeah. I was almost sure that they were going to call Trey Young to come play because he's already here. He didn't have to mm-hmm. uh, come from anywhere. But uh, – Yeah. You know, one of my guys, Lloyd Pierce, who's a very good guy. He played at Santa Clara mm-hmm. with Steve yeah. Nash, and he was coaching the Hawks. And then uh, another guy from Santa Clara, Marlon Garnett, a very nice guy as well. He was assistant. He's assistant coach for the Hawks. Uh, they, they they've been doing a good job over there.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was yeah, expecting right. at least three point shootout. He, he would.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. Since he's already here, that would have been easy to bring him. That's
3: right. That's yeah, right. It, and it would make sense also to if he would, you know, join a. It's yeah. not the All Star yeah, game. Then maybe they had one shot
2: in the three point contest. You could shoot from the green ball. Yeah, and and uh-huh. he would have made all the greens. That's like <laughs> Damian Lillard, Trey Young, and 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 uh, Steph Curry. Steph, Steph. Curry land right there.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's normal shot for them. Okay, what's yeah. next on the on the gallery? How many do we I have left, that's, Sid? That's the last one. That's the last one. I think. Oh, this
0: is the last one.
1: Well, all those years you were playing, Harold. You, you you here in the Philippines, you were here for a short time, but you played so long in, in France and in Venezuela. Did they did you earn a nickname? Did they call you something? Uh, were you called called no, anything? No, I remember
2: there? in the Philippines they always put in the paper "killing me softly," and I, I would yeah, laugh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, killing right. me
1: softly. I remember that. That's right. You remember, remember that? that. But, yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah, really yeah.
2: have so much overseas. Besides that, it, it was. uh they just used my name. That was it. I, I was, but I was happy to play in all of those countries and, and meet so many but friends. It, it was an important part of my life, best years of my life.
0: Uh-huh. Of so you retired, retired at the age of 40 uh, playing right. professional basketball. I mean, what, what made you go on that long? I mean, a lot of players would probably retire earlier and then probably get into business, but you stayed until 40. What made you go on yeah, that long? I,
2: that's, I mean, that's part of why I stopped, too. I, we started that business with the group homes. And we owned, uh, me and my mom, my mom Jennifer Keeley, my sister, Jamila Miggins, we had the group homes at uh, the Raleigh residence, named after my grandmother, who I was born at her house in the projects in New Orleans. When she passed away, we wanted to keep her name going. So we got started the Raleigh residence and uh, the corporation is called Elise and Brothers Incorporated. Elise is my daughter. She has two brothers who are my sons and uh, we helped over a thousand kids over the years. And right now we closed down during COVID who only Lord knows if we open again, because this COVID is taking a lo- lot longer than we thought it was going to take. So mm-hmm. we don't That's know right. what's going to happen. And uh yeah. I actually could have played a few more years because I was playing as a Venezuelan player when I was in the Philippines. So I, I could have been over there like, like Jaworski or something, but at that <laughs> point, you know, my kids, they kind of needed a foundation though. And I, I, I needed them to, because they were studying from August to Christmas in the United States. And then the season started in January in Venezuela. So they were studying Spanish until the summertime. So they were flip flopping. And I think it was about time that, uh, and my wife at the time, Annalyn wanted us to put the kids in school and let them get a foundation. I guess she was tired of going back and forth too. So 40 years old was good enough.
0: Did any of your kids uh, follow in your footsteps, show interest in basketball and and probably even come close to what you achieved?
2: All three of my kids are very good athletes. Um, Michael played in Venezuela for two years. And then venezuela's the the economy started getting kind of bad out there, so it got kind of rough, so he stopped playing yeah. and uh Anthony he ran track at the University of Georgia. He graduated uh, a year and a half ago, and Elisa goes to Kennesaw State University. Michael played basketball in Virginia and he graduated then he went to play overseas pro for, in Venezuela, so those are the only three kids I have and, uh, and they does, are does your stadium. daughter yeah. does your daughter
0: play any basketball as well?
2: No, she can't play at all. She she be the first one to tell you. She ran track when she was in high school, but okay, she, okay. it didn't uh, it didn't transfer her. I love you.
1: <laughs> so what keeps you busy today aside from that uh, being a CF, the CFO for the retired players fund?
2: Uh, we just uh, stopped dealing with the kids and yeah. and at in January. So right now I'm just taking it easy and trying to stay out of. You know, I have asthma and my mom and sister have mm-hmm. underlying uh situations. So we close down the group home for right now, and we just trying to wait till the situation is over. So I'm 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 an investor in, in real estate and in stocks, and I, I I spend a lot of time uh take that's what takes up my time right now. Okay.
1: Well you, you did mention yeah, that you, had a long, long the
0: yeah you did mention like, that being in the Philippines was like yesterday for you. Is there any memory that stands out in your time here in the Philippines?
2: My biggest memory was going to another country, meeting people from another country, hearing people speak a different language. I'd get there and people would say Kamustaka. and I don't <laughs> know mo." I mean, they had different things that they would say. And then I, you know, I went to France. I learned how to speak French play, playing there for years. And like "gené par pas, très Trebian en français maintenant Pasaka, as a beaucoup de temps sans parler en français." Yeah and, and of of then, course, Spanish then yeah, i Wait. went and learned a whole lot of spanish i'm fluent in spanish so i don't i don't i won't even say anything about the spanish situation <laughs> <laughs> the culture the food yeah, so the weather the trees the buildings the free freeway the supermarket every country you go to is something different the people so it, it, it be playing overseas till i was 40 years old was a major part of my life and I So I what was your
0: favorite what was your favorite food when you were here in the Philippines? A lot of people say adobo. I mean, what was what was the thing that what was your go-to food in the Philippines?
2: My go-to food was the the prawns. They had prawns like this big and it was the seafood. You too. That's exactly what, that's Sometimes what, that's we what, that's had too, right? and me and Michael was just eating up everything. It yeah, was a good thing we were running so much and playing so many minutes cuz we would have came back with bellies. Uh, we were just eating up <laughs> everything. It was nice.
0: Right.
1: Well, wow, that's that's great man. We that, what a recap of a of a career that that spans so long and so many right. experiences you you know you you gained so much from basketball and I'm sure you 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 are still involved with the sport in one way or another. Um right. lots of lots of things to be thankful for but we we we'll, we'll wrap up in a bit. Before that,
2: Hey, Charlie, let me just real quick. let me that no me ask about the experience. Real quick. I went, yeah, yeah, go, go. went over it it ended on like Thursday or Friday. And you know, Andy and those guys said we couldn't get paid till Monday. So I went to Hong Kong for the weekend.
4: Okay. It was
2: right there. And I and it was I had a good time. I never I'd do that, but I had a couple extra days and uh I always remembered that trip. It was something special for me.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Did, did you go to any of those foot sorry, massage Charlie, places ahead. when you were in the, oh, yeah. did you go to any of those foot massage places when you were in Hong Kong? That's a must have.
2: No, but I went in, in Philippines. My mom was getting her hands done and her toes done, and it cost like oh, a yeah. dollar to get your hands done and a dollar to get your toes yeah, done manicure, so pedicure. Right, a right, right. And then the next day she said, I'm gonna go back again. I'm like, You just got your hands and nails done. She said, Yeah, but I don't <laughs> like this color and it's be a dollar, and I'm gonna yeah. go back again.
1: <laughs> Why not, right? Why not?
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, and That's then while, hey,
2: while she was in the Philippines with me, she had to go back to work and we won like six games in a row while she was there, and Andy said, how much you making in, in, in the United States? And she told him, <laughs> we just going to pay you to stay here. We'll pay you more than that. You, <laughs> you know, no games here. So she stayed a couple <laughs> more games, and she came on back to the United States. She was having a fast <laughs> right. They put her on TV and everything.
1: You guys don't remember her? Yeah. yeah. I remember. I remember that. I yeah, said I earlier, right? She <laughs> right? was on TV. Of course, whatever the a relative they throw in. Yeah, they show them on TV all the time. Okay, Harold, I got this thing. It's called X's or O's. I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. Uh, You have to make a choice. No, no explanations. You just tell me which one is your choice for each one, okay? Let's go. Let's start it, okay? I'll I'll, I'll make you choose now. Are you there? I'm here. Okay. Mm -hmm. Rolando Blackman or Mark Aguirre? Mark Aguirre
2: player, Rolando Blackman person. Wow,
1: okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, okay. Derek Harper or Brad Davis?
2: Derek Harper. Derek Harper.
1: 1985 draft. Uh, Pat Ewing or Carl Malone? Carl Malone. Carl Malone. Michael or Magic?
2: I'm going to go with the guy who I got a picture of blocking his shot. Let me go with uh Michael Jordan. <laughs>
1: Okay, you're, you're, you're in Atlanta now. The question is, Michael or Dominique?
2: Dominique's my guy, but I got to go with Michael Jordan.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh, Venezuela or France?
2: Man, I love me some Venezuela. That was some of the best years of my life playing in Venezuela. I got to go with Venezuela. My kid's born there. My wife is from there.
1: Michael Hackett or Billy Ray Bates?
2: Billy Ray Bates, the black Superman, was one of the best players who ever played in the Philippines. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> okay. Atoiko or Sonny Jaworski?
2: Man, I don't like nothing about Sonny Jaworski. I'm going with Ko, my man, the three-point shooter. Smooth, as tilt. I love that. I love that we have to man. Uh, I love you, you.
1: You gave him respect earlier because he played till he was fifty something, but you don't like anything about him. That's great, man. Okay.
2: My ribs still hurt. He hit me about forty years
1: ago. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, and a lot of other people, Harold. Yeah, don't I'm worry, sure. you <laughs> Okay, next is Abit Gidabit or Yo-Yo Billiamin.
2: I gotta go with Yo-Yo. Yo-Yo's okay. one of the nicest guys on the team.
1: He's based in New Jersey now, they say. We, we've we been trying to contact yeah. him, but he's based in Jersey now. Okay. Billy Ray Bates or Dexter Shouse?
2: I'm going with my man, Dexter Shouse. Me and him Dexter played against Stout. each other in NBA camp, Venezuela, Philippines. And I got to go with Dexter because he said something good about me when he was on the show on here. <laughs> yeah, he did. did. Yeah, he did. He did. Okay, let's,
1: I'll, I'll throw another name in the, in the mix. Billy Ray Bates, Dexter Shouse, or Rob Williams?
2: Wow. <laughs> I'm going to go with Dunker, Billy Ray, scorer, Dexter Shouse, three-point shooter, Rob Williams. That's <laughs> oh, a good answer. That's, that's a, a safe answer. answer,
1: but it's the right answer. That's right. That's yeah, what they're that's known for. Right. Okay, so, how about this? No, uh, Michael Hackett or Norman Black?
2: I got to go with the 100-point scorer, Okay, second, and I'm gonna go with the marry the pretty Filipino girl first, Norman Black.
1: Okay, <laughs> that's great. Okay, that's about the basketball. One last question for you: uh, Robert De Niro or Al Pacino?
4: Ooh.
2: I gotta go with Scarface, baby.
1: All right, you Pacino. Okay. Pacino is the to my little right. friend. Yeah, exactly. Your little friend. That's accessories. Right. That's accessories for this episode, Noel. You're
0: yeah, I, I just wanted to ask Harold, you said you had such a very colorful career, and then you ended up retiring at the age of 40. What is the legacy that Harold Keeling leaves behind now as far as basketball goes for the next generation?
2: As, as far as basketball, the thing I left, I mean, all my years of playing since I was a little kid playing on the playground, I always had a basketball court in front of my house, and just to play the fast break is what I live for. Out there in the philippines and venezuela and france just get the ball and go up court and score in the open court that's what i always wanted to do i always wanted to make friends with the people who i worked with people who worked in the front office and and most of all the people in the stands all the time i would go over people's houses even in the philippines i went over some houses and and met some people and and ernie brought us to some friends house and we went to the provinces to go to some friends house and just to, to meet people and and they would always get excited because they saw us play on TV, especially in Venezuela. I would always do that with the players' houses and the Caracas and everywhere else. So it just 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 being a people person, it gives you a opportunity to do extra because they, they know you already, so they already are happy to meet you. It gives you an opportunity to, to speak a loud voice and to be friends with people that you may not get to meet otherwise. Thank you very much, Sid.
3: Okay, my question is good for you, Harold. Who are, who are your five favorite teammates of all time?
2: Wow, that's a good question. I'm going to go with, uh, obviously, i definitely going to go with Michael Young. I am definitely going to go with, uh, I got to go with Rolando Blackman. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm going to go with Scott Lampson. He played with me okay. in college. Uh huh. I'm going to go with uh, Myron Scott. He played with me growing up when we were younger. Me and Jimmy Taylor. And then in Venezuela, I got to go with a guy named Omar Wildcott because we played together and we won championships together and we went a long time. I know that's already six people, but I got to name one more. I got to go with Steven Jackson. That dude, I love playing with him. He always getting in fights, and I had to save his butter. I don't know how many times, but he's the guy you want on your team. I'm really serious about that.
0: Well, you have memories of him from 2004 against Detroit. (laughs) That's right, exactly. Exactly. Good example.
1: A lot of malice in that palace, huh? Yeah. 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 uh, that was crazy. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, but that, that might have cost the Pacers a title. Anyway, yeah. But that, that, that's a different topic altogether. But, but what what a, what a You know, great session here for the past two hours with Harold Keeling talking about basketball and other stuff, Family Feud included. So uh, uh, yeah, well, it's been it's been great, man. Thanks for thanks for coming on the show. and, and right. sharing your stories with us. Muchas gracias. Muchas gracias. Hasta luego. And right. uh, you know, the, on behalf of of on behalf of Sid Ventura and Noel Zarate. I'm right, we thank Harold. Harold, we thank Harold Keeling. Yeah, we thank Harold Keeling for being here for episode 72. Uh, 72 already of An Eternity of Basketball. And as usual, it's a wrap, it's in the books. 72. And we're gonna say goodbye. City Ball represented right here. Joe Fish and City the rest Ball, of the yeah. gang. Yeah. We've been represented right here. And then of course, mm-hmm. Sid supports women. We all do. We love you. And, uh, I you know, all right, we thank all the followers and uh, the guys uh, who watch us here on An Eternity of Basketball, as usual, once again. So episode seven
2: Hey, Charlie, I want to shout yeah. out to some of my city ball guys. I want to shout out to Joe Belfry and, and Ricky Mixon and, and Richard Morton and Don Robinson and Thaxa Otterberry, all of the guys from San Francisco. All Perhaps right
1: all right yeah all those guys for the city ball that's harold keeling uh, ladies and gentlemen maraming salamat uh, harold keeling and to the rest of you aob now in the books we're signing off we'll see you soon take right. care everybody harold yeah, thank man. you so much
2: good luck i'll see you guys okay. when i get out there all right
1: all, right. all right. right
0: that concludes this episode of an eternity of basketball As a reminder for this show and others like it and projects like it, go to GloballyBallin.com as well as follow GloballyBallin on all social media, including Facebook.com slash GloballyBallin, Twitter at GloballyBallin, and Instagram. You can also follow this show directly at An Eternity of Basketball on Instagram or Facebook.com slash An Eternity of Basketball. Thank you, and make sure to catch next week's episode.